This is episode... We are back. Six? Back again. <laughs> Guess who's back? That's and you know sucks. how I know, because... Because it's your episode! This is my episode. We're <sighs> turning the tables on you. I cannot tell you. Listen, um, I don't want to complain, because it's not that hard. It yeah. is not that hard to like it's do the research kind of hard. and do it. Not that I it's harder it. than not doing the research, is what it's, I'll say. It is more work. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I'm glad. It, like, there are people who do podcasts that put in way more research than like we have time to do. I feel like they so. have teams, though. They're also probably much yeah. more prominent. They also don't are. have full-time... Like, when I'm, talking, I'm talking about people that don't have full-time jobs yeah, like on top job, of the podcast. Their job is the podcast. If my job was the podcast, oh. I'd probably read more than like a book and a half. If someone was paying me to do this... Oh my god. It, this would be flawless. This would be great. Also, we would definitely probably have like a team. A, a team. By a team, I mean, like, at least one other We would person. have someone that really likes researching to yes. do the research you know, for us. Probably have a legal team, at least. Yeah, because what HR I like people. to do is take the pieces and make a little story. Yeah. But I don't want to go find the pieces. No. But I do. Like I'll do it. You puzzle together, but you don't want, yeah, to, you exactly. want the puzzle to be brought to you. So all that's to say, this mm-hmm. isn't, it's not difficult, but I was very excited not to have to do it this month. As you deserve, Matt. You do a lot of hard work. And uh, on this podcast, and I mostly do nothing. So, I think that you're really underselling the value that you have in this podcast. But mm-hmm. what I do like mm-hmm. is that I and like we, is in like whoever's listening to this too, yeah. get to hear your version of this. Like we've heard what I do oh, five times already. I know that's why I'm really nervous because I yeah. have to live up to you, and I'm I'm well, I'm mostly chaotic, so I don't know how this is gonna go. We get to hear it from someone who like, <laughs> but we're gonna find out. Yeah, I just, I'm really interested to see your, the type of couple you picked. Like, you know what I mean? Like, the type of dysfunction that they have. I feel Ooh, like all different couples have different types of dysfunction, so I'm really yes. excited. I will. Matt does not know what couple I've chosen. No. Yes. Usually Lauren doesn't know what couple we're doing either. <laughs> no. But it's a choice. <laughs> to be fair, I didn't know what couple I was going to choose until... You've, like, mentioned one to I me before. Them. What one? No, don't say it. It's fine. It could be or it could not be. Yeah. You mentioned one to me when I first, like, told you, like, do you want to do an episode? And you were like, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then a few weeks later, you were like, I was thinking this person or this couple. Yeah. But that's it. And if you did choose them, I purposefully, like, didn't look into (laughs) that couple any more than I already, like, knew. Yeah. And if you pick someone else, then I have no idea. Ooh. The only request I had for you was, like, please look at the list of topics for the next week's. And don't pick any of them. Oh, yes. No, I didn't. Also, because I, I don't think I know any of them. them. I barely have known any of them so far. But you know them all now. I do. I've learned actually And I'm going to learn. I'm really excited. Things, um, about this. I will say, I think this is the most modern couple we have talked about, at least currently, to date. Yeah. I don't know what's I, coming up after this. Uh, it only gets uh, older, so. Uh, oh, older. I think so. <laughs> like, it only gets, like, further back in time. Like, not further than, like, Cleopatra. I was like, I think we started at, like, the beginning of the Earth, so. (laughs) The beginning of the Earth! I don't know how much farther back we could go. We did go so far back that B.C. became A.D., if that's that's what you mean by the beginning of the Earth. Sure. I mean, what, did time exist before then? In a, in a Mm -hmm. measurable way? I I mean, the answer is yes, but I think Uh that you're asking it rhetorically. I don't think so. Um, I believe, I want to say for the most part, ancient civilizations base their years off of, obviously, the year, right? Like, the years are basically the same, because that's just... But how did they know? Seasons. 
But they weren't like, this is May. We're in, they measured, we're in the month of May. No, obviously not May. But they um, had different names for different months and times oh, of the year. Yes. The solstices uh-huh, and the equinoxes uh-huh. were still sort of followed because people knew and paid attention because yes. they had to farm. Time passed. And they would count years by how long a ruler had been ruling, I believe. So, like, you were in the fifth year of this um, pharaoh's ruler. reign, yes. you know? But it wasn't like, this is year 17, whatever. Because mm. you would year... start over when you got to a new ruler. When a year new pharaoh one. came in, you were year, oh. the first year of his reign, you know? Do you think year one exists? Also, you remember that movie? It's not a good movie. I haven't movie. seen that movie, but I do remember it. I think it's mostly a farce, Michael Sarah. It's not and... accurate. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. Oh, I don't know how it could, you can't make a movie about year one and have it be accurate, because who the fuck knows no. what happened? And also, I think I've seen clips of it that were, like, funny. Yeah. But I'm wondering if it might be one of those movies that's better as, like... A concept. An hour instead of two. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I don't know. I haven't watched it. It's not that long. Also, it's it's a pure comic, comedy movie. Yeah, like, it's basically, no like, the scary movie versions of the beginning of the world. Yeah, Like, it's all just a joke. Yeah, but I get But it is you. interesting. Like, if there is a year one... I'm gonna say this has nothing to do with your it topic, doesn't. though. <laughs> We've gotten off the rails immediately. Of course. Okay. I'm excited. I'm ready. I am feeling, I'm wondering now I'm so why nervous. I've never paid attention. I've like never paid attention apparently to what you do. Cause I'm just like, I don't know how to sit. Oh, uh, I, I don't do anything. I, man. I, don't I literally know just, I sit here and I listen to you talk. And then when I'm confused, I ask questions. Yeah, I'm trying not to move. I feel like I should have these be writing and taking notes, but I'm not going to do don't that. Don't take notes. Don't write anything. It's exciting. It's going to be like if I'm listening to, to a podcast live. Oh my god. See, so you're making me more nervous because this is going to... I'm just forewarning everybody listening to this episode. It's not... It's not going to be like the other episodes. Okay? <laughs> it's going to be better. <laughs> it's just not. It's unhinged. Some of my notes are very out of order, so I might like have to like dovetail back and be like, I forgot to... How many this. times? But... Because I wrote it. Like, Listen, I end. edited out of the end versions, but just know there are plenty of times that I'm like, do, 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 like looking. Now, <laughs> there are times that Lauren will send back a note on an edit and be like, um, you are looking for something for like 30 seconds. <laughs> you can remove that if you wanted to. Because we, we need to take those moments out. So like, no worries. If you have to look for stuff and you like move things around, we can edit. We we're going to edit this bitch. Or I just didn't. Okay. I'm going to stop Let's with go. the disclaimers and just get into it. Are you going to do our Milo Cat oh, oh, yes. Okay, go. Do it. You no, do I it. thought you were going to. Okay. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Let me see if I can remember what it is. Uh, so if you want to know how to break up, we probably can't help you. But Maybe this a is, little. This is at least how. This is how Whitney Houston and Bobby Brown did it. <clears throat> and uh, it's quite it's quite the story. It's, it's, a, it's a tragedy per yes. all of all of it, these episodes. It really, the only thing I do know about them is that it really is a tragedy. It is. But so much more on Whitney's part, I think not only because, spoiler alert, she died. He's still around. He's alive. Yeah. Bobby's alive. Not only is he alive, he's not like... He's not even that old. Yeah. He's like 53. Yeah. I think. This 54. is by far the newest couple that we've covered. Yes. But I, there is a lot of layers to this, and also I think it has a lot to do... Well, I'm not going to spoil that. Yeah. Here we go. Okay. And this also is mostly Whitney's story. I mean, Bobby's in it because he's in it, but I really leaned into Whitney here because she was obviously much more talented than Bobby. And <laughs> you said it, not me. I think you'd be incredibly hard pressed to find someone more talented than Whitney Houston. Honestly. Which 
which is why also why this she's makes naturally, it so sad. First of all, naturally talented. Second of all, as a producer, I don't know if you talk about it in there, but she did oh. produce The Princess Diaries. I didn't know this. Oh I didn't talk about this at all, man. Well, oh see, God. she I'm produced The Princess things. Diaries. That's. I, I mean, I I know a little bit about her in general, but oh. I do know she produced The Princess Diaries. That's really amazing. And that is easily one of my favorite movies yeah. ever. Like she she fully produced it. She yeah. just like put up the yeah. money for it. No, she picked it halfway. That's incredible. Mm-hmm. I know she's she's a very good actress. She's a great actress. Bodyguard. The bodyguard? Mm-hmm. I don't mention, I think I mentioned that somewhere in here, but that really... Kevin Costner skyrocketed her. He's not attractive to me until someone else finds him attractive. It's this weird thing about him. Yeah. I And all of the movies I've seen him in, I only find him attractive through the eyes of the female actress. Well, that's really who f- is you know acting like she finds him attractive, and I I'm just like, like, I guess very so. Empathic of you, yeah. yeah. You're just you like, know? I don't know, Whitney. And then she, Whitney's like, I kind of want that, and I'm like, damn, you might have a point, Whitney. I guess. I Go guess. ahead. I'm so sorry. No, no, that's okay. Okay, so Whitney Houston was born mm-hmm. in uh, 1963 <laughs> in Newark, New Jersey, mm-hmm. um, in the hood, some might say. The year my mom was born. In 1963? Mm-hmm. Oh. 62. Oh. Oh. I keep thinking it's 63 because she was 30 when she had me, and uh, I was born in 93, but she turned 30 in December, and then like... She's a Sagittarius. I guess so. Does, does I just right? I, mean, I don't I know. know. I don't know. I think so. That sounds right. I don't know what day Whitney Hughes was born. I could have looked this up, but I didn't. She was born in 1963 in, in New Jersey. In New Jersey. In a not very good neighborhood. This, okay. I think... Uh, was a plague in her life until her death because um, she was surrounded by like a, a, not a lot of good things, a lot of gangs, a mm-hmm. lot of drugs, a mm-hmm. lot of violence, mm-hmm. a lot of turmoil. Mm-hmm. Um, her brother, she was the youngest of four siblings. Mm-hmm. Um, she was really close with her brothers and her father and her mother, but like mostly close with her brothers. And Does she have like three older brothers? Yes. Three older so she's brothers. Like... Oh, man. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know those boys were like, I will murder you. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I will murder you. Oh, like, to protect you, her? If you touch her, yes. I will murder you. Yeah, she is very well protected. You just, uh, like, <laughs> picture it. The first time Bobby, like, comes up and is like, hey, Bobby, they're like, I will murder you. Yes. And by the time she meets Bobby, she is famous. She's very yeah. famous. And like, <laughs> She's like, I will murder him, well. too. <laughs> and Bobby <laughs> is in his own right. But anyway, she grew up in the hood in Newark, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Um... In a, not a very good area. Um, her brother, I forget his name, John, we'll call him. I should have wrote this on. I didn't. <laughs> but I like how you're like, we'll just make up a name then. <laughs> I could Google it. We can't just call him her. We can just call him her brother. That's true. But I think he, have, he has a name. I didn't write it down. They all do. They do. We'll say it's Everyone John. all the time has. We can't say <laughs> it's John if it's not, though. For the purpose of this podcast. <laughs> Right, this is Lauren's choice to say it's John. Because we're going to keep his, his privacy intact. All right. Um, John Because I think he's still alive. John Houston's a person also. Actually, sorry. her father's name is John. Nice. That's verified, and I know that, so I'm sure... We don't give a shit about his privacy. No. No. And also because he kind of... We'll get to him. He sucks. Move. Yeah. Um, he sucks, obviously. Um, okay, anyway. Very her brother. Her brothers. Yes. Um... There was a lot of drugs in the in the neighborhood in the area that she grew up in. So much so that her brother started using heroin or used heroin for the first time at age ten. At age ten, that's a very 
I was I was a little uh, flabbergasted yeah. when I heard. I feel like you hear that a lot in the episodes of Intervention. Oh, yes. You know what I mean? Like yes. you have those people that are mm-hmm. really just going through the They've terrible throes of addiction that they're just like, I started at eight. And you're like, you never had a chance. What do you, you mean never- you started at eight? <laughs> Who let you do that at eight? I'm yeah. so sorry. But that's how you, that's, I like, when I hear though, I, 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 I love Intervention. I used to love it a lot more. Now I love kind Hoarders. Of, it kind of, oh. I do love hoarders, but sometimes it grosses me out. It, it grosses me out mostly. Whenever it grosses me out, it makes me sad too, though. So I know, like, but I'm so sorry. And then I'm like, I can't watch this because I'm gonna, I'm gonna be sick. But intervention, I used to watch like daily as a kid growing up. I don't know what that says about me, but it, I was just so compelled. I was so compelled yeah. by these people doing so many bad things that I like was so removed from in my own reality. In your own like safe space. Yes. But then I love that you got to hear like their whole story, so you you understood how they got yeah. to where they were, and obviously a lot of them had some sort of trauma or something happened to them, yeah. you know, that brought them to drugs. And then some people are like, you, ne- I, you never stood a chance for some. But errors, I personally, sure. as I'm watching it, am watching with only nothing but compassion. But yeah, and I hope that that's at least what the producers of the show I think so. thought you would do. Yeah, or hoped you would has do. Won a lot of Emmys. True. I mean, and it's like heyday. And that means it's a perfect show. <laughs> that means it's well respected didn't, by I'm Hollywood. Sorry, either, didn't you win an award? Aren't you an I, award-winning producer? I don't think I've ever won an Emmy, but <laughs> I didn't. I specifically didn't say that. <laughs> I mean, I hope to someday. Knock on. Haven't you worked with Oscar winner Questlove? Has he won an Oscar? Yes. I did not know this. He did. Oh my god. He's just the only one I know of that was in that show that you worked on. Yes, I think it's the era. Check it out on Hulu if you haven't. It's uh, still currently on there. Um. Oh, I should watch it. You should. Bad friend. No, it's fine. It's just an interview. I mean, oh. I love those though. It's a great interview show. I love those kinds of shows though. They're really good to just play and like while you're working while you're doing other yeah. stuff and like hear the voices like you don't have to watch it yeah it's not a lot of visuals but no. it's a lot of like yes a lot of knowledge that you gain yeah i've been watching hot ones this is again we're getting off topic but <laughs> i love hot ones <laughs> i love hot ones though. i've been getting really back into hot ones so much so that i like binge watched it yesterday when i should have been doing this research <laughs> i just watched hot ones a yeah lot. uh okay where what did i say oh yeah whitney houston's brother Probably all of her family. We're in the middle of such a sad story. I know. But we were talking about intervention and drugs. Um, but just to give you like a, like a context into how, because drugs play a, a pivotal role in Whitney's life throughout her yes. entire life. And clearly it started very young with her brother uh, trying. At 10. At 10 years old. Heroin, heroin. too. Yes. Heroin's. You're going like from zero so to 100. So bad. Zero to a hundred. Like, it's you're not like, even like, I'm going to try a cigarette is or it, marijuana. <laughs> isn't heroin, like, the most addicting? Like, the one of so. the most addicting drugs, like, that, in like, meth, heroin, and, like, yes. meth. other than, like, pills, right? Like, 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 what's that? Like, a oxy? oxycodone, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or something. Yes. Yeah, I mean, we all know. Heroin's really bad. Opi- I don't know, opioids. Those are know, opioids. If you can imagine a 10-year-old that's getting their hands on heroin. And, and... I mean, like, sugar is a drug that's hard for 10-year-olds to manage. I can't even I begin to no. understand heroin. No. But, uh, so that happened. Um, it wasn't... So it was, it was just around their family a lot. And the brother said that, like, a lot of people that he looked up to, like, his role models and people that he thought was really cool were doing all of these drugs. And not just celebrities. I'm sure that no, when like you live in that family. kind of area, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. His family, his uncles, his cousins, just neighbor people, like, they were all doing it. Um, 
Whitney, it, uh, in the documentary I watched, one of the things I've also on Showtime called Can I Be Me? Um, it's a great one. I highly recommend you check it out. Uh, it didn't mention that she started at age 10, but um, as close as she was with her brothers, I imagine she at least... And she's younger than them, and she could have started even earlier. I imagine she was at least around it, um, and probably dabbled in other things, like marijuana, cocaine, alcohol. Um, and at 10, you have to wonder if they yeah. even have the... I guess shame involved with those kind of drugs. Like at 10 years old and you're doing heroin, are you thinking, I can't let Whitney do heroin? No. You know what I mean? Like I she's, don't... I don't know how old the age difference, but like yeah. she's six and I'm 10 mm-hmm. and I want to protect her, but this is a really cool thing that I'm doing and I'm excited about it. Why would I stop her from, you know? Yeah. And I think you probably think that like, since everyone okay that I look to up do to it, is doing it, this is like the cool she... thing to yeah. do, right? Yeah. So it's, it wasn't it's... like people were protecting her from it. There was no, no one there to. They were not. But she still thrived. Her mother, um, Sissy Houston, she's a character. Love her. Why? I feel like I, you know, I, just, I just like a lady named Sissy. I think that's so fun. She's not that fun. Oh. She's not that fun. Her name's fun. Her name is fun. She's not that fun. But she really kind of like honed and molded Whitney into like the singer that she... She's like a stage mom, kind of? Yes. And also she had her own singing career, like as a... As an adult, it never obviously popped off the way well, Whitney's did. Whitney is, <laughs> as I've said, insanely talented. Insanely talented. It's yes, she has good genes. I can't like we have known mm-hmm. Whitney Houston's voice our whole lives. Yeah, our whole lives. I couldn't imagine hearing that for the first time on the radio. You know what I mean? Like oh. if you were like her, like how, like how our parents must have felt like yeah. when she first made a song, just being oh like, God. "Who is this?" What? Who is there? Like, the closest thing maybe is Ariana, and I feel like that doesn't even... No. Like, there are times that Ariana's, I'm just like, damn, that was really good. <laughs> but, like, Whitney Houston is a whole other... There would be no Ariana level. Of course Houston. not. Yeah. Would, would be no Beyonce yeah. without Whitney Houston. Sorry. Also not Beyonce. Oh, sometimes you just say Beyonce, <laughs> and I go, oh, Beyonce. Beyonce's here. Okay. I really, see, this is why I told you this isn't unhinged. I'm, I'm away, we just away like, from my notes right now. We just, because it's so new, because the date is so close, yeah. we have so many more connections to it. Like, you know, we were talking in the Frida, uh, Frida and Diego episode, how mm-hmm. we kind of got towards dates that... Yeah, my grandma. Exactly. We got toward. I think there, you even said one of the dates near... or the end of her life, we were like, oh, my dad was born that year. Yeah. Like, but those are the connections we get to. Yes. We don't get to, like... <laughs> Cleopatra. <laughs> we know. You, but, like, with Whitney Houston, it's just like, my mom was born, you know, six months before yeah. she was. Mm-hmm. We have... Things. You know. Relatable things. We were yes. raised by the same generation of people that she's from. Yeah. So it's like, we understand more about her life. Yeah. Like, we can she visualize what... New Jersey looked like in the 70s. Mm-hmm. We don't know. We weren't there. But no. we can visualize it. With this era, it was pretty bad. And it's uh, all on film. You know what I mean? Like, we true. see everything. That's true, that's true, We've true. seen her talk and walk around and, like... No. She's been on many talk shows, interviews. So sad. This whole... Oh, I can't wait till we get to I also think we're... I think we're avoiding the harder parts of it by, like, discussing things. Because we're going to be sad. So, this whole... Her whole... Oh, it's so sad. Okay, anyway. Um... In 1967, the new the Newark riots began. I did not know this was a thing, but there was like these crazy riots that happened in Newark, New Jersey. So, in 67? Yes, in 67. So, so she's four. Yes, she's four. Uh, you see, I skipped around because we're already at 10. 67? Yeah. Why? Did my you mom find was alive. out why? Also, my dad was alive. 
Yeah, very much like both my parents were like teenagers. Um, my mom was also four. I assume she might have been five, but my dad was like nine. Yeah. My dad was born in 59, if that's uh, helpful for you. My mom was born in 60, so she was seven. My okay. dad was born in 56. So okay. Four plus yeah, however many yeah, numbers are. 77, you said? He's 11. 67. 67. 67. Yes. He was 56, so it's four plus seven. So he's 11. Yeah. But I also wasn't. I went, well, they were in New York, so close, close by. You could have texted him, asked him. <laughs> do you remember the New York Do you remember them? I know you weren't in New Jersey hey, at all. Uh, <laughs> do you remember how part of your life is like did ancient it? fucking history now? Can you tell me what that was like did for it, you? Did it affect you? Do you guys have to draw in caves back then? <laughs> did you have electricity? At that point, my dad just like hangs up. <laughs> He's like, I'm not talking anymore. Ancient history. Uh, okay, but the... Oh, hold on. Let me read my notes really quickly so I make yes, sure yes, I'm yes. not missing anything. New Yorkers began. Um, oh, sorry. I th- I was gonna, gonna read silently, uh, so I was gonna make like elevator yeah, music on top of you. No, I'm silently. Just mouthing words. <laughs> Go ahead. No, no, you do. You read your notes. I like how I thought we were almost done with this page, and you're pointing at the second paragraph. Well, see, I skipped around. I know. I'm sorry. I definitely skipped around because the the, the drugs thing happened. Obviously, when she that's was a little true. older. Yeah. But I I want to talk about the the rides because that's the reason why. So basically, the riots happened. I'm not sure why. I'm sure it was political and racial. And well, a lot 68 of other is um, oh, when Martin Luther, King, Martin Luther King Movement. Jr. was killed. It was in 1968. Oh. So this was a year before that. So, yeah, when you if you would have said 68, I would have thought that that was the reason mm-hmm. because everyone rioted when he was assassinated. Yeah, a- actually, um, Indianapolis was the. This has nothing to do with what we're talking about. Indianapolis. <laughs> Indianapolis was the only major city not to riot the day or the day oh, after Martin right. Luther King Jr. was killed, and that Random. was because um, Robert F. Kennedy, uh-huh. who was running for president at the time, before he got assassinated, spoiler alert, he did a speech there oh. and calmed everyone down. That's nice. Robert uh, F. Kennedy was big for civil rights, obviously. Mm-hmm. The whole family was. Yeah, and so he he was shot in the head. Very good friends with Martin Luther King. Well, I mean, like, work friends. Yeah. And he political friends. Yeah, it's a really beautiful speech of basically being like, peace and love. We know what he stood for. Let's we know what he together. meant. If we don't riot, then that's probably what he wants to do. Yes. I don't know. Peaceful or basically riots. just being like, hope isn't lost. I know it feels yeah. like hope is lost here, but <laughs> but it's not. Come we will to... we will keep fighting in you know in his name. He didn't die in vain. He like no. you know, whatever. I don't. It's been a minute since I listened to that speech, but he calmed yeah. up. That was the only city not to riot because well, he made a little speech. That's speech really speech. great. That's, I love that for yeah. him. Oh, we, right. yeah. LA rioted, New York rioted. To both of them. Chicago rioted. I'm sure. Where he was in Memphis is where he was killed, I think. So, rioted the fuck out of that city. Burned to the ground. Um, okay. So, 1967 New York riots began. For an unknown reason. Um, but I'm sure it was a good one. Yes. You know. I feel like riots, riots always begin. seem to start for a good reason, and they become riots, and you're like, yeah. we didn't really need the riot. You know, but maybe. You, you know? Wanna, you want to get a point across. You we had riot. a really good idea, yeah. and then we got mad. And then other people suddenly... started, like, fighting us, you know? But it was it was not a safe place to be. Uh, Whitney's parents realized this, and they were like, hey, how about we bounce over to East Orange, New Jersey? I don't know where that is approximately in Newark. But they moved. Uh, yes. The thought of moving in the middle of a riot. Well, it was like after the riots. So I'm sure oh, they didn't move like okay. in 1967. Well, because the LA riots lasted weeks, you know, or like months. Oh. That's maybe not months. That's a long but the time. LA riots lasted a really, a really long, long time. time. 
I'm sure there was some peaks and valleys in there, though. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes people took the day off. Yeah. They're like, you know what? I'm tired. I think I'm going to take a nap. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then, you know, tomorrow, I'm going to fucking throw a bottle. Yeah. I threw all my car. bottles today, and my bottle delivery doesn't come yeah. until tomorrow. <laughs> I don't have any more Molotov cocktails, so, so we're going to have to put a pin in this in this riot. I'll be back tomorrow. Second. This is where I'm going to stand, though. <laughs> yeah. You come in, I'll come, and I'll riot at you. Uh, yes. And they're like, you got it. We're going to we'll riot at 3.30. We'll be here Please for the riot. show up at 3.15 so we can start right at 3.30. The police are like, thank you for letting me know <laughs> you're going to take a break in your riot, because we need to switch shifts. Yes. We guys are getting some hella lunch, overtime here. You know. It's, it's fine. Um, okay, so she moved. The whole family moved to East Orange, New Jersey. It was still not a great um, area. They weren't, like, the most wealthiest of families, obviously. Uh, so they are still kind of in the hood, but at least it wasn't, like, a rioting hood. Um, <laughs> at least this hood was calm. <laughs> yes. Um, Sissy was very much uh, integrated into church, into her church. She sang in a choir and, like, was a, a very much, like, a high person in the mm-hmm. church. I don't know what you call that. I but, like, feel like a lot like a high church lady. of really famous singers Sorry about that. started in church. Yeah. I think so. I mean, where else do you, when you're a little kid, where else do you yeah, start? you know. I guess so. But so Sissy kind of like um, took Whitney to church uh, all the time. (laughs) She said, look what mine can do. Yes. You know, and kind of Whitney grew up in the church. She was very much even into her adulthood, very much rooted in her spirituality, in her faith. Um, Less so much like the religion thing, but she was very much had like a, a close relationship with God. Um, and that's where she started singing. She has the voice of an angel. Yes. So. She started singing in the church. Um, obviously that went really well. And <laughs> I mean, people obviously really, that went really well. I really enjoyed her. I think it was, um, yeah. I enjoy her. She started probably around 1974, 75 when she Could was. Could you imagine? I'm going to keep saying this, but like being in that church <laughs> oh, when she like a seven year old, when he used you're just like, <laughs> I'm sure she didn't sound. Else? How she did. She sounded uh, better than all the other seven-year-olds <laughs> I told Probably. Probably true. Probably true. Um, but so she started in 1974-75 in the church when she was like 10 or 11, 12 years old. She said in this interview, um, in the documentary, that those were some of her most cherished memories when she was singing in the church, even yeah. to, into her adulthood and everything that she achieved as an adult. I assume because it was like a much simpler time, you know? She probably wasn't on drugs. Uh, it was something it was, very innocent. I'm sure and the like, church was a pretty safe place yes. from drugs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If and there were drugs like, all around her other places. Mm-hmm. And it was like a community of people that she knew and her family and neighbors and everyone. And she's very good at it. <laughs> she's very good at it. And I assume that people told her that. Probably. From a very early yes. age. And that's got to feel good, too. If you're, like, trying to figure out who you are as yes. a seven-year-old. But also, so like, her mom was very, again, sissy. Sissy Houston was very like strict and stern. So between her mom and her dad, her her dad's name is John. Um, her mom was very much more like the disciplinarian, mm-hmm. like the 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 hard like ABC kind of person, um, and like really was like controlling Whitney. But Whitney didn't see it that way. She just was like pivotal in her career. John, if it's all you know, right? Yeah, and that's and I'm know. sure in that era and in that time and in that neighborhood, you probably that's needed true. someone to like be all really, of those yes, all of those moms like, were probably like, <laughs> hey, how you doing? Come over here. <laughs> yes, but her dad John was much more soft. Yeah, was soft and loving and affectionate and tender and like um, as much as Sissy was very integrated into Whitney's life, Whitney was much closer with her dad. 
Personally. Um, yes. Personally, um, she knew, I mean, she knew that her mom loved her too. Like she didn't doubt that, but like right. it was a harder love. And with her dad, she knew she could be softer and kind of go to him for affection. This is going to come back in Whitney's adulthood when her dad does something not great. And that Men. Is a, little, a little bit shattered. But it also because so, she was the baby and the only girl. Yeah. So, like, I think she was, you know, maybe also like a daddy's girl. That's true. Um, in that way. And her dad really doted on her um, as a child. And Are her parents married? Yes. At this point, her parents are married. I think they actually stay married. Um forever or like i don't know if they're currently married but at least up until, both alive up so? until her death her father is not um he okay. died her mom took care of her, her daughter after she died didn't she bobby christina brown of whitney's daughter yeah yes. didn't she live with her mom for a while i thought i heard that yes when Whitney first died there's also some tragedy there. oh yeah there's um, yeah Yes, I think so. This I is a so. really sad story that we're all the way around. avoiding at this point. <laughs> okay, she's singing in the church. She's doing great. Uh, she's really close with her dad. Um, in East Orange is where Whitney meets. She's like a teenager at this point. She's in high school. Um, she meets her friend Robin. Robin, very important person in Whitney's life. Uh, it was a little bit older than Whitney and like... Sometimes Whitney would get picked on at school, you know. Is Robin a girl? Or Robin, is Robin a boy. Robin is a girl. Okay. Robin is a, is a female. I don't know Robin's last name. It was never okay. told to me. Well, like, there are also like famous people named Robin, and I was like, "Are you about to tell oh. me? Are you about to tell me? <laughs> this is gonna be like a fun fact." <laughs> no, this is her childhood friend Robin that she okay. met in East Orange, who would like protect her and was very and has been always protective of Whitney even into their adulthood. Um, but so Whitney would get picked on sometimes, or just I'm generally, so much noise. it's fine. I think it's fine. She would like, you know, because she was talented and like people get jealous and like girls would be like, yeah, whatever. Right. And Robin was always there to like kind of make sure that nothing happened to her. And so they they became very close. Whitney's bestest, bestest, bestest of friends. Uh, and she's older Robin. though. Is she a lot older? Yes. Is she like in the same grade, but she's just older? She's probably a couple grades older, but they were in high school at the same time. So I would assume yeah. like... Maybe it was maybe like she was like a junior when she was a freshman or something like yeah, that. Yeah, something like that. You know, um, she actually knew Robin knew was friends with Whitney's older brother. Maybe That'll John. Do it. I don't know. <laughs> you know, John, <laughs> Jay, John. It's Jeffrey. probably John, John Junior. <laughs> Jack. Jack. It's a J name or something. I don't know. All I can really Justin. remember is that he started hair when he was ten, and I I literally could not hear anything past what he said at pass that. <laughs> Forgot his name. <laughs> But just remembered heroin <laughs> at age 10 um but they were friends first and that's how she got introduced to whitney um and she really vibed with whitney whitney was a very like humble person whitney is a vibe at this point she was doing she was like um even locally, diva whitney is like i agree with you a vibe very much a vibe she was locally like well known at this point in time for her singing um and did like competitions and sometimes like photo shoots and stuff like that but she wasn't very boastful about it like she wouldn't when you're that good, <laughs> like, this whole episode is just going to be me being like, Winnie's a really good singer, guys. And when you're It'll that good, shock you. You don't need to talk about it. You just are Literally, about that, it. Yeah. You're just about it. And yeah. you don't need to say anything. But Robin really admired that, I think, about Whitney, is that she wasn't, because um, most girls would be like, hey, check me out. I'm like on this magazine. Or, like, I mean, like, Brad Pitt doesn't walk around being like, I'm really handsome. He might He have, doesn't need to. At some point. But I'm sure it's... <laughs> 
Maybe in high school. I don't know. He's like, have you seen me? Do you know what I look like? Do you know I was, like, really handsome? (laughs) I think, like, people told him that, probably. And he was like, yeah, I know. I own a mirror, so thank you. (laughs) I look like me, so, yeah. I figured that one out. Uh, okay. Winnie, she's really good. Yeah, she's really good. Uh, she meets Robin. Robin is a pivotal, would become a pivotal person in Winnie's life um, and becomes one of her best friends very quickly. Um, in 1983, at the age of 19, so now we're kind of getting into Whitney's career a little bit. She, you know, she's doing, she's honing her singing skills. Her mom's. And she's an adult now. Yes, she's an adult. She's 19 years old. This is when she has her first TV appearance singing on stage um, at 19. Cut to a few years later. I don't know what year this is. I didn't write it down. But at least that by... That's a 1986. I know. We'll say it's a 1986. I don't know. Well, okay. Wait. You said she was... We can do this math- mathematically. Yeah. In, in 1983, 1983, at the age of 19, she had her first TV singing appearance. I don't know what show it was on. Okay. But, but it was in 1983. Yeah, it was in 1983. She's singing a song. Cut to a few years later when yeah. her debut album comes out and it sells over 25 million copies worldwide. And this had to have been before 1986, so 84-85 is what we're going for. Probably, but I think also, because in 1986, she won five American Music Awards uh, for that album. Maybe it was 1986. Uh, And in February, she won Best Female Vocalist at the Grammys. So probably 85 then, right? Like it would have come out the year before. (laughs) She's tender age of 20, 1920. 22. You know? 85. Yeah. 63. So she's 22. 22. But she, like, recorded that show when she was 20 or 21. Yes. She's winning Grammys, American Music Awards. Uh, She racked up so many more accolades and... I don't know what that word is. Oh, awards. Um... (laughs) (laughs) She, like, won a whole bunch of awards for this, for her first, for her debut album. Yeah. Um... uh, But... But, 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 but... Because of this time period that we're in in the music industry, it was very much... We'll say whitewashed, you know? You had to... Oh, it was? Being a woman of color. Oh. (laughs) Crazy. You had to... um, The uh, entertainment industry? (laughs) Whitewashed? I don't know. That's weird. I I think it was just like a blip in the the timeline. I'm going to need a little bit more proof of that. (laughs) She definitely had to be very She had to struggle because of white supremacy? I think so. Mm. I mean, she thrived. She She thrived. She would have thrived anyway. (laughs) But, but I, uh, Clive Davis uh, was the owner of the record label that she was signed to, yes. as he owns the music industry, I think, in general. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> One of, like, five people who do. Yes. Um, but she had to, um, you know, create a certain appearance and be palatable right. to white people, which means yeah. kind of, like, toning down her. They didn't want to be her, her to be too R&B um, or too urban, mm. um, so they really wanted to, like, sell her as, like, a pop artist. And she did that, obviously, and this yeah. album went crazy oh, amazing. Like, that's um, pop, right? That's pop. Yeah, it was very pop. And she she had, like, a lot of bright colors, and she was yeah. very much 80s, like, style-wise yeah. and all that stuff. Um, but... Um, even with all of these things and how, how, you know, how many awards she won in 1989, when she performed at the soul train award, she was booed. This is by an audience of mostly black people. I see. 
And this is because they felt that she had sold out. You know, she she wasn't singing music that you know was what? like they're allowed to have whatever opinion they want. <laughs> but that is Whitney fucking Houston. It is Whitney Houston. Uh, you know, she's she's, <laughs> she's budding in her career, so I I don't think she had like legendary status at this she point. Shut up to me. She um, did. She right. She did. She did to everyone. Also, fourteen years before I ever nineteen eighty nine. My oldest brother was born in nineteen eighty nine. Actually, yeah, that's only four years. Taylor Swift was born in nineteen eighty nine. Hey. The only reason I know that is because she made that fucking album that, but I she will never forget it. She wasn't singing at the Soul Train Awards. She was not. <laughs> I don't know if she ever has. Also, I don't know if the Soul Train Awards still exist, but... They did. Oh. They did. I remember seeing them uh-huh. when I had a TV available. Like, you know what I mean? Soul yeah. Like, by the time like, I was, like, 2007, maybe, like, when I would whole, have a TV like, in my Soul room. The Train, the dance line, that was, like, a, I remember that. That was a thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Either way, t- I don't know that Taylor Swift ever performed in Soul Train Awards. No. Maybe she she should. <laughs> she might get I'm just kidding. She probably would. I would. <laughs> I don't have anything against Taylor Swift. I like her. Folklore's great. I would laugh so hard. She got booed. She got booed. <laughs> I think it's probably why she wouldn't go. Honestly, it's probably why they wouldn't invite her. No. Like, would, they don't. It, it would be the a, people that watch this don't want to see that, I mean, I so we a, won't schedule that. I think it's a different demographic. <laughs> a different audience. Maybe not your target audience. Taylor, which is fine. You're doing great. Yeah. Um, but she was booed, again, by, by an audience, would say, of her community of, of black people, and this really affected Whitney. Especially, um, like, especially because she didn't come from a whitewashed background. No, no. It's not she like came... she's, like, I guess, like, Carlton or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's <laughs> yes, not yes, like... she didn't come from privilege or money yeah. or, you know, uh, private she's school like... or whatever. She was very much, like, homegrown in the hood. Yeah. You know, surrounded by these people. I've only been away from living, like, next door mm-hmm. to heroin dealers for, like, five years now, yeah. guys. And mm-hmm. I sold out. Yes. Good to you know. You know? I also, because probably I had to. I wouldn't yeah. be even be able to sing like no one would sign me clive owns my life and yeah. uh this is how they wanted me not to be. enough people can fit in the church that i go to so <laughs> if y'all want to hear me sing i'm gonna need to sell out a little bit I, I, I if you want to take my millions of dollars um but anyway this really affected her it was extremely devastating to her and had a lasting impact on her life um even years later you know when she's still continuing to be a megastar um, she always felt that she couldn't never truly be herself. Hence why the documentary is called Can I Be Me? Because it was something that, it was a repeating theme in her life of like, I feel like I, she felt like she always had to be something for someone and mold herself and not be who she truly was. Also, I don't think she honestly knew who she truly was a little bit. Because she never well, had the you, opportunity. Yeah. yeah. It's different when... I don't feel like I know who I truly am, but that's because I've made choices. <laughs> no one's ever said this is who you're supposed to be to me. Yeah. So I can only imagine how hard it would be to try and figure out who you are and what your style is mm-hmm. when you're constantly being told exactly what to be. Yes. Not just what to do. And in the public but what eye. To be. In the very, very much public eye. And yeah. And like, you can't mess up or else... Your, you know, your career's gonna be over. And also, at this point... No pressure. Uh, Especially because I'm sure that that money that she's bringing in is helping Sissy and John. She's just gonna and say this, man. little 10-year-old John I with the heroin. Doing, yes, and her other brothers who would, don't remember their names. Yeah. Um, Which is what, historically, people have said is a big problem with the uh, wealth gap. The racial wealth gap. And they're just like, well, you know, all these black people are finally being able to go to college. And you're like, yeah. And their grandparents couldn't go. And their parents couldn't go. Yeah. They're the one And as soon as you get some money. 
It's not like your parents are like, we need that money. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know that you have to help them. Mm -hmm. So much so, which is a good segue, is that her, at this point, she's obviously making a lot of money. She's very famous. Her family, her mom and her dad, both are on her team, but but actually work for her. So so are, are on the payroll and getting paid. So it is even that much more important, imperative, that Whitney continue her career and keep growing and it's not and like they're an artist. it's not like either one of them are like no she needs to be herself right they're con- they don't know either yeah like they're, they're new like, to the like music industry yourself. too you just sing good songs and like yeah you know why are it's you complaining not, yeah. you just got a million dollars or whatever you know <laughs> you're fine <laughs> they're just, gonna pay you how fine. much to wear that neon outfit go put it on <laughs> You better. And also, you look great. What are you complaining? That you have, like, people doting over you and your fans are yelling? Okay, so people booed you. Get over it. Cry, baby. So sorry. I was... I think I was... Sorry, uh, Whitney. I just got triggered a little bit myself. (laughs) Um, I did write a note. Let's talk about Whitney. Okay, so, uh, I I mean, I think I said this, but Whitney felt like she was molded and could never truly be herself, even at the top of her fame and career, when she had pretty much any resources that you could have as a human being. You know, it's still... It's still, uh, she still never felt, yeah, that she could be herself. This is a random note, but I think it's important. Um, because her mom, as pivotal as she was in Whitney's career, I think there was also a bit of jealousy there because Sissy obviously never had the career. Her career yes. never took off in the way that it the stage that mom Whitney's did. And even yeah. though she, like, was, I think, like, the biggest factor in Whitney's career and her success, um, there was a lot of jealousy on Sissy's end. Um, and that she never had the career. And she said once in an interview, too, that, like, Whitney jacked her style, which is, it is odd, you know? Your child? About your daughter in that way. That you raised and yes, that you bought that all you of her clothes? like, told and, her like, how to style herself. Yeah. Um, I don't know what kind of style you're talking about, <laughs> but you either purchased all the clothes that she wore up until, you know, the age of, like, 15. Mm-hmm. And you probably were the first person to teach her to think. Yes. You certainly taught yes. her to speak. Yes. So. Yes. And I, I think that, I mean, I don't know if that's, like, specific to Sissy and Whitney. I feel, I feel like that dynamic has happened yeah. many times in, yeah. like, child stars. Just and sad parents, but to it hear is, you it say it. It is very sad. And I'm sure Whitney felt that, like, yeah. you know, even if it wasn't just, spoken about. You to, want your mom to be happy yeah, when she sees the pieces of her that are in you. Mm-hmm. Like you mm-hmm. want her to see that as a victory yes. and not as a theft. Yes. Yeah. Or like Whitney somehow threatening to yeah. sissies. It feels like well-being. I don't know. Good parenting at its like real core is providing the life for your child. Yeah. And not being so envious yeah envy is super weird from a parent to me if they succeed because it's like yeah if they didn't if she didn't succeed i'm sure sissy would still obviously still love whitney but would have been like ah you know like yeah disappointed and even when she became the greatest singer of all time sissy's still like well fuck you i never (laughs) yeah it's never enough it's (laughs) never never gonna do whatever 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 yeah um which just says, I mean, like, that's more about Sissy than it does about I know. Whitney. See, that's, she but Whitney still has to deal with it. Yes. I mean, that's her mom. What are you going to do? Yeah. You, can't, you can't change your mom. Uh, so much so that even in, because Sissy's still alive, Whitney's mom. I forget how old she is. I think she's, like, in her 80s by now, at least. Um, but if even in interviews and in the documentary that I watched, like, it is very Whitney clear. Whitney would be 60 next year? Yeah. 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 Sure. Sure, sure, sure. 20. Yeah. 40 plus 20. 
So Whitney would have been 60 next year. So her mom's in her 80s-ish, probably. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but in interviews, she even, the way Sissy talks about Whitney is very much like, I created this. Yes, like, literally she created Whitney, but she's like, I am the sole per- reason for her career. And, like, I've taught her everything. And, like, you know, I'm... <laughs> sure. <laughs> I'm just... if Whitney, you, holds, if you... Whitney holds everything in her life to me. If you, um need that to be okay with your life I guess then, uh, so. whatever but none of us are gonna think that so no, but i th- i mean i guess if you were like her when you're growing up and you have all of these these dreams of being like this grand singer yeah and it never really turns i get out it that way. i don't not get it from her point of view and then you have a daughter like as a person that struggles with jealousy in general but mm-hmm. i struggle with it in a way that i know it's toxic and i yeah. know that it's not a nice thing to do yes you know? <laughs> yeah no i mean so Maybe Sissy You're, like, like, feeling some jealousy. You just gotta check yourself. And I feel like Sissy's like, no, no. I'm right in this emotion. I am... I'm solely responsible for Whitney's career. And, I'm, I mean, she wouldn't say this, but I think her downfall as well. And we'll get into why. They never take credit for that part. No, It's not. never... It's always the good stuff that you want to take away from people. Yes. It's never the hardships that they have to deal with. No. Also want to note, we're going to get to Bobby in a second, but at this same Soul Train Awards yeah. uh, in 1989 when she got booed and was really sad about it, is where she met Bobby Brown. Did he tell her, fuck those people? <laughs> I don't, that would have been I don't my opening, think like, so. Fuck those people. She, she actually didn't, I mean, obviously she did not let this show, like, at the awards that she was sad and devastated. She was still had to She's keep, a like, a very, yes. She had to keep a very, like, smiley, happy appearance. Yes. Um... And, uh, like, when she met Bobby, because Bobby's a very, you know... Bobby was more famous than she was when they met, I assume. For a, Yes, for a bit, for a bit. Because, uh, what, what was that band? New Edition. New Edition. He was a yes. new edition, yes. I was like, he it's was not new kids on the block, and no. it's not boys to men. <laughs> new I was like, edition. which one is it? Yes. Because it's in between those two. Yes. Um, oh, I'm so sorry. That's okay. Um, yeah, but they met, they had, they had... I wouldn't say instant chemistry, but, um... Are they think, around the same age? Uh, no. Actually, Whitney's a bit older okay. than Bobby. I, Bobby's gonna be... Bobby's in a boy band right he's now. He's a boy band, right? yes. He's in a boy band currently. I mean, he's, in, he's currently in a boy band. At that time, he was also in a boy band, because yes. it was the same boy the band. Same, yes, 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 yes. Um... You gotta make your money how you make your money, though. I got no, no qualms. No. I mean, With all these boy bands a, coming back together. You know what I mean? Right. The links that we will go to in this episode to avoid <laughs> seeing Whitney Houston upset. I mean, she's been upset. She's honestly been upset, but no one gets to see it because she can't be who she wants to be. Because she's is, a professional. She is. She's a consummate professional. Um, okay, I forgot where we were. You need a little self-care, Whit, though. Wait, what? She needs a little self-care. She does. She needs a lot. In fact, if she would have gotten cry. Her, um, you know, nice she might still be band. alive to this day. But she, she didn't. Yeah. She never got that, and uh, now she never will. But I think her soul is going to come back in some in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, I don't know. there's some, some like seven year old that you know. Yeah, that is like killing what is the it? game right um, now. Like some small Baptist church in fucking Kentucky. That's gonna <laughs> that's gonna kill it. <laughs> kill it. And when she becomes famous, it's gonna be like, oh, <laughs> I don't know her, but I like know her. Oh. You know, we're she's, Kentucky girls. It's like it's the same she's thing. Kentucky? The I'm same way I am with Jack Harlow. Where I'm just like, well, I don't know him, but like. I kind of do. 
uh, we have the same hometown. Yeah, so we like, breathe the same air. So. I know what McDonald's he goes to. So. <laughs> and I, I've gone there a lot. His, so. The high school that he went to was almost the high school that I went to, and then it wasn't. So <laughs> it's like the same thing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, Soul Train Awards. She got booed. Uh, that's where she met Bobby Brown. Um, no, 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 wait. Okay. So this is where it starts to get a little bit interesting because obviously she has this, um, she met Bobby Brown and they, um, you know, start to have a, a, a budding relationship. She invites Bobby Brown to her birthday that year, um, to her birthday party at a new home. But also this is where Robin comes back in the picture. So Robin's been in the picture. She's a very, very important person in Whitney's life. It's right. like fully embedded. On so her team far, the well. only person that like cares about Yes. Her? And like a very deep, serious way. Yeah. Um, she's like the creative director of her tour that year. Um, there. Has been on her team. Okay. Okay. Yes. The answer is yes. Yes! Well, I, like I didn't even say anything. <laughs> well into her career, particularly around the late 90s, yes. rumors start to swirl about Whitney's sexuality. Oprah and Gail could never. Could never. Could never. Mostly due, actually entirely due, to her relationship with Robin and how close they are and how basically it was like nothing. Was it though? Was it true? Were the rumors true? I, well, I mean, okay, they're not substantiated and they never have been, but I a thousand, a hundred percent think they were true. I don't know if they had like a, a physical relationship because I think there was some you know, were, this is still the, the, well, I guess this is the late 90s, but, you know, it's it's still, it's very taboo. And especially in the black community as well. Uh, and and this, like, this person that Whitney was trying to be in terms of being the public eye, this music mm-hmm. figure, like, Clive was never going to be like, you can't be a lesbian. Clive. Like, that's not, there's no. Let me be who I no, am, Clive. There's no prominent lesbian pop stars. You know what, Clive? Okay. <laughs> Let me be, maybe I'll be the first, Clive. Have you heard me sing? Do you know how many octaves yeah. I have Do in you me? Do know who I am? Okay. I have more octaves than you have, like, children. And I think he's got yes. a lot of children. I, I think so. Is he still, he's still alive. I probably. I feel like we would have heard. If he died? If he died. Oh, for sure. For sure. And I don't remember hearing that. No. You know what I mean? No. But he's got to be very old. Sometimes people die old. I, I feel like he was, he was, like, really old in this documentary. Rich people live forever sometimes, though. <laughs> really do like they really do they like go into like fucking like cryo tanks at night and just Twitter? like freeze and until the morning until they uh, fall themselves out that's really? true like, that's how they say the same that's, age. What, that's what mr burns does in yeah you're 86 for the next 20 years uh, rumors are a swirling about yes. whitney's sexuality it's the late 90s her and robin are thick as thieves uh, and it's the only person that Winnie honestly feels feels like truly safe around. Yeah, um, the this, only one that's not asking you for stuff. Yeah, that is like just, she works for I mean, you, but at this does. point, yes, everyone yes. works for yes, you. Yes, everyone does. But she is also you've known her since high school. Like yeah. this isn't a new person. And it, in your life. I don't know what Robin's actual job is on her team. She's but the creative director. So that's a real job. Then that is a real job. So Jeez. Robin's got a real job that Robin, she is collaborating with you to do. Yes. It's not the same as like a momager. No. Or, you know, yeah, you're just there and like, she's just trying to get you deals and get you jobs. Things. And yeah, yes. this is no, actually Robin like is giving is like, I have a creative purpose yes. that I'm using to help you. Directing, making sure that Whitney is like feeling comfortable and like liking all of the things that are happening yeah. on her tour in terms of the choreography and the, and the set design and all of that stuff. She is like Whitney's right hand man. 
um, and is as as tight as can be. Um, this this little rumor though, this rumor that starts to pop up becomes a huge. If they issue. were both men, that would not be a rumor. Like you know what I mean? Like people would just automatically assume they're gay. No, they would assume they were straight. Oh yes, and it's just like you your know business I mean? partner. Yeah, like if Usher's like creative director is his best friend from high school. Yes. No one's like. Also, Robin looks pretty. Usher gay. might not have been. The <laughs> Robin is, uh, and again, Robin's time, living her life. She's living her life. She's living her life. I don't know if she is like out. I don't think she is. Uh, but she is Robin she, gay now? Yes. Nice. I mean, she was gay then. I know. <laughs> I know. But yes, yes, she. Well, she's we'll no longer a question mark. Anymore. No, she lives with her partner in some state. Good for her. And is, is you go, Robin? Doing her thing in life. Until you tell me I'm not supposed to like Robin. Robin's <laughs> no. my favorite person in the story, Robin's except for amazing. Whitney. Except for one? Winnie. Oh, except for Winnie. Yes. Robin, uh, Robin's great. She's great the whole time. There's nothing bad to say about Robin. Um, but this, this, this rumor becomes a huge issue amongst her family and community at this time, particularly between her mom and Clive. Obviously her mom- Clive needs to back the fuck up. (laughs) Obviously her mom is still very big in the church and this is, this can't be a thing. Uh, you know, rumors flying around about her daughter and her sexuality in the church that doesn't look good uh, for, no, for sissy, sissy or their their very Baptist church. Um, on Clive's end, he's just like, this isn't good as your image as a as a top I'm gonna pop hit them star. Both. I'm going to punch them both in the face. Um, never mind the drugs, you know. The still, this God, is, no. okay, Why would we care about that? I talked about that a lot yet, uh, but that's still... Uh, Present. Is, yes, Whitney um, is using drugs, has been throughout her lifetime. It's not like a huge, huge issue. Is um, Robin using at drugs? this time? I don't think so. In my head canon, Robin is a beacon of strength. <laughs> she's not judging. She's just no. a little disappointed. Yes, but also, I mean, she's from the same area as yeah. Whitney. She's she's grown up. You know, she knows uh, the life that they've come from. Um, I'm sure she is. Uh, helping Whitney to like keep it under control as much as possible. But what I find so funny about this is that like um, nothing about the drugs is like an issue to this extent. You know, it's not like oh we we should get Whitney help for these drugs. Like this, you know, this could be a real issue. But yeah. like once this starts to pop up, left and right, they're like, okay, no, you need to shut this down. Like this is the worst thing that that could happen to you. Um, really? So we're saying, let's wait. And you they're know. very much against another 20 years and see if that's the worst thing that could happen <laughs> Her to friendship me. with Robin. So yeah. like, she's getting pressure from her mom and from Clive to be like, you need to, she needs to get off the team. You need to cut this off. Stop talking to her. Um, you mean the only one of my personal connections that's on my team that actually like yes. has a real job? Yes. And that also is like a true best friend. That is someone yeah. that I know that's been close to me. That is a safe space for me that I can be myself around when literally at no other time and point in my life can I be who I want to be. Right. Um, also, Bobby Brown and Robin have a very tumultuous relationship. Obviously, we can we can understand why, even if it's not confirmed. Um, if, <laughs> you know, Robin and Whitney had a thing or, you know, or at least... You could be secure in yourself and your relationship, Bobby. <laughs> You could, but also I think on, on Robin's end, even as much as like they weren't obviously together in any kind of public right. way, yeah. um, Robin was not thrilled 
when Whitney and Bobby started to to grow in their relationship. So there was some jealousy there, um, as you can imagine. Um, especially when Whitney invited Bobby to her birthday party at her home and they danced together. Robin was very... Also, maybe, I mean, I could understand why, yes, obviously, if you love Whitney and this is your childhood best friend, um, that would suck. But also the fact that you can never, you could never publicly do that with Whitney, you know, at this time. Or, or like anyone ever. that Robin would date. You yeah, know what I mean? Like, yes. Robin you know? is a lesbian in the 80s and just like, and, and is a public figure. Like, she's not famous herself. No, but, but she, she is, is very famous. much connected to, yes, Whitney. And if and she like, were to publicly date a woman, even if it wasn't Whitney, it would fuck Whitney's life up too. Yes. So she's got to yeah. be in the closet. Too. All the way around. And also, I'm sure she only wanted to date Whitney because that's the love of her life. And yet, she's like just a no-win situation. I'm surprised Robin isn't on drugs. Uh, <laughs> Robin's like, I went to therapy, so. <laughs> I went to, I don't know. Maybe, maybe. I'm maybe sure right just, now she has. Yes. I hope so. Yes. Robin, if you need some therapy, you need someone to talk to. Um. So, yeah. So, so Bobby and Whitney are starting to do their thing. Um. They fall in love. I don't know what, I'm skipping years because it doesn't really matter. It's about the relationship. Yeah. They fall in love um, and they get married and have a baby. What year do they get married? Did you happen to write that down? I did write that down, but it's not in we'll come. We'll circle back. Yes. Now I'm going to talk about Bobby for a little bit because Great. I guess I have to. Um, he is um, half of this. <laughs> yes, because he's the other half of this. I like how we always start with the girls. This is Whitney's story, really. I mean, Bobby's just in it, and he does play a pivotal role. Um, I will say this. So, drugs have always been an issue in in Whitney's life. Um, Yes. uh, Bobby also isn't, like, the beacon of sobriety. Um, (laughs) No. (laughs) No. But he he wasn't... um, as much into drugs like his his drug of choice was alcohol he was much more of a partier in that way which is incredibly destructive as well yes yes no he he wasn't i would say super healthy um and also sissy didn't love bobby brown either when when they got together when when he weird sissy had an opinion (laughs) sissy didn't really like anybody it didn't seem Uh, like no also no. no She never really looked inward to be like, hey, maybe I'm causing some issues here, but like... Am I the drama? She blamed me? Never. I don't think I'm the drama. (laughs) But she very much um, blamed Robin, obviously, for these rumors and like distracting Whitney and like, you know... That's definitely Robin's fault. Um, Also wasn't keen on Bobby and was like, he's a, you know, which... Is not untrue, but like, who do you want her with then? Like, what's the example she you're gonna want give her? her? With anyone, I don't know. So you know what I mean? Like, I just want to be you. You just stole my life. Yeah. Even though I, I told you to steal my life. It's, I'm trying to think you. of like other people as famous as Whitney Houston or whatever. She's just like, go date Denzel Washington. You're like, <laughs> I don't know anything about his life or timeline, but like where he was at this point. Oh. I'm just like, go date. All right. I mean, at this I point, mean, to be fair, I think Denzel's a very solid man. <laughs> Uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> Anyone can help Whitney. Yeah. Sure he could. Like, oh man. Um, oh, okay. Bobby Brown. He is born February fifth, nineteen sixty nine, in Boston, Massachusetts. Being a Boston, we were talking about Boston. Right? I feel like I knew that, and I don't, I don't know, know why I feel like I knew he was from Boston. Are they all? For, isn't everyone a new edition from Boston? Yes. Everyone from New Kids on the Block is from Boston. I have no idea. I don't actually know if that's true. I know that the Wahlbergs are from Boston. <laughs> okay. I think that's why, I think most of the New Kids on the Block are from Boston, and that's why I think I knew that New... Oh, New Edition was also I from Boston. I think so, because I think they were like... 
Here we you gave go. you two. Here you go. They're at least they might be from like just audience. the New England area in general. Mm-hmm. Like they might not all be from Boston. Some of them might be from New York, Connecticut, yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're in that. They're in that. What do you call it? Area. I call it New England. <laughs> that's, that's what, that's called, what I right? call it. New England. Yeah, that's right. That's what it is. I'm not sure everything that's included in New England and what's not. You know what I mean? But that mm-hmm. whole, you know, the area, the map, that whole top. Yes. Right corner. That's where that's at. Yeah. Yeah. All those places that, like, they can take a train and it's only a couple hours to get from state to state. Oh, uh, yeah. The tri-state area. Something like that. A bunch of little states. Anyway. He's from Boston. He is from Boston. Uh, that we know Boston. for sure. Yes. He was born in 1969. Um, he was so one he of... is six years younger than she is. Yes. That's I kind of a lot. What year she was born. But yes, she is. He is. When um, was the Soul Train Awards? Did you write that down? 1989. So in 89, she was 26. Oh. Because she was born in 63. Yes. So six and then 20. So she was 26 and he was 20. That feels like a difference. And I think so. But maybe, I don't know. Maybe he wasn't even old enough to drink yet, but I'm sure he was drunk that night. Um, Boys are immature anyway. (laughs) So if he's six years younger than you and he's a boy, oh my god, he's like 20,000 years younger than you. He's like a child. Might as well be 12. Does he even like eat real cereal? (laughs) I don't know what my, I don't know what I think I'm going to be. He's one of eight children. Um, And he also didn't grow up in a very, um, in a very good neighborhood. In fact, he grew up in the Roxbury Orchard Park Projects. So he grew up in the projects. Um, presumably around the same sort of like drugs, alcohol, violence, um, that Whitney did. So, you know, there's a little bit of, um, common interest there. I don't know about interest, but at least understanding, um, that I think that they had of like where they've come from and this, you know, great career that they were both able to build. Um, which is, was probably a great source of connection for them. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Sadly did not lead to, uh healthy choices no but i do think their love was was real um like i do think i think, I, yeah i, I think I, bobby I, genuinely cared for whitney and like was fully in love with whitney and from everything that i've read and heard and saw about whitney um apart from her relationship with robin is like she was a very loving person just in yeah. general like and when she loves uh it's like fully in like you know uh, even if there's like some some uh, disloyalty there or whatever, like she she's loyal. Yes, she is loyal. And I, um, someone said even if she doesn't always, yeah, it's not always reciprocated. She's there. Mm-hmm. And even going back to her sexuality, because they asked now, like you know, her her family, and of course there's still like issues with it, and I still you know because yeah. still part of their family is like rooted in the church, and it's still not even within the black community. It's not like a, especially amongst women. Um, I think homosexuality is not even really discussed yeah. that much. It kind of is like, it doesn't exist. Um, but someone asked if like she thought Whitney was uh, gay and she said, no, I think she's bisexual in that like, that is how Whitney loves. Because like, she, she loved Bobby. Yes. But that it's like the person. Yeah. Whitney does so, so much. Maybe like, even like a pansexual kind yeah, of thing. Like, yes. It is, you know, like if she could have I I expressed that at that time. Yeah. You know. Um, or had a language for it, I'm sure that's what she would have considered herself. Because she, if she falls in love with a person, regardless of who that person is or what they yeah. look like, you know, she's that type of person. Um, okay, okay. His first type of taste of being on stage was when he was three years old. He um, saw his childhood idol, James Brown. Shout out to James Brown. Uh, that's for, a good idol. 
It's a great idol. Great idol. That also is, I feel, kind of telling for Bobby as a person. <laughs> you could see it. I could see Cause it. Like, in, like, the way he James performs. James Brown is fun to watch. He's very like, fun. he is. He's moving. He's dancing. Yeah. He's shaking. He's doing a thing. Which, yeah. very similar to Bobby. He's got a great voice, but it's not, it's not the thing that he's selling. You yes, know what I mean? He's selling whole, the whole yeah, persona. Yeah, performance. Yeah. He puts on a show. Yeah. Not unlike Bobby, who also it w- has been known to gyrate uh, yeah. quite wildly on stage. And women like that, Chifran. I guess. Um, so he saw his childhood, <laughs> saw his childhood <laughs> idol perform. I guess James um, may have brought him on stage for like a hot second because he was such a cute, precocious little yeah. little baby boy. Um, and that sparked his dream of becoming a singer. Cut to... Honestly, that'll do it. They Right? Could that's you imagine? How, oh my that's God, how Bow Wow like, became this is my famous. Well, I mean, Who pulled Bow Wow? Who was Bow Wow's idol? He on stage with, I think it was Snoop Dogg. Of course, it was Snoop Dogg. When Snoop Dogg would like, be like, look it. <laughs> Snoop Dogg Bow Wow, you can already see it with the names. Yeah. I forget how old Bow Wow was. He was like five or something. But he pulled him off on stage and he did, he like did a whole verse. Like wrapped a whole verse at age so five. Like, the grip that Bow Wow <laughs> had on still has on me kind of but in a very nostalgic way like mike oh my god just everything he was so cute so cute so cute cute. we've already talked about his my super sweet 16 episode on this podcast that's how important bow wow is to us okay that sparked his uh dream of becoming a singer cut to 1981 this is when new edition was founded um, by Bobby and his childhood friends. I didn't write their names, but they the are. The other people they in there. are, yes. They are the other people. Um, I forget their names. It doesn't matter. I'm picking um, him up. Hold on. I'm picking him up. Okay. Uh, so in 1981, New Edition was formed by Bobby and his childhood friends, and they become a success with songs like Candy Girl, Cool It Now, Mr. Telephone Man. I remember that one. I feel like Candy Girl, I remember. Candy Girl was like a, it was like a, not a remix, but like a new rendition of Jackson 5's Candy Girl. Um, so that's why it popped off, mm-hmm. you know? Because it was yeah. already, it was already a popular song. Yeah. Uh, but kudos to them. Um, they had uh, a pretty me- meteoric rise, um, but Bobby never felt that he was fully compensated for their... Like for all the things that they have done. Did he like um, want more money? Career. Yes. He, than everyone he else was in the band? once quoted no. Well, there were actually Or did he want them all to just get more money? So I think it was twofold. I think it was um he personally I think wanted more money, but I think it was like the band, like the he in his mind the band was never compensated for like how much success they brought in. Mm-hmm. He was he said in an interview once the most he ever got for any of the shows that he did or the tours that they sold out was five hundred dollars in a VCR. Which doesn't seem like a lot. I mean, it doesn't, but at the same time, easier for very expensive microphones. Sure, but I can imagine, you know, if you're selling out worldwide arenas, you know, $500 in a VCR maybe isn't the best compensation. He also um, became a little bit jealous of uh, another prominent member um, in the band, Ralph Trevant. Trevant? Trevant? I don't know how to say his last name. Um, Can I see him? I also have chicken scratch writing, so it's T R E S G A N T. He's in the like Trayvon. Trayvon. Yeah, yeah. Like Trayvon. Um, Bobby, I think, has some like um, validation issues in that you know he Which wants to be the center of attention. Whitney does not need more of in her no. life. No, and you could see that with the tension between Whitney. I mean, between Bobby and Robin, is that. Bobby wanted to be like Whitney's everything, you know, like the like the like the right hand man, kind of what Robin like a really she, was a really codependent 
is yes. what he was looking for. Yes, but I think it was because he was a bit insecure and jealous. Obviously, you know, if you, I'm sure you could see the connection and the bond that Robin and Whitney had. And yeah. As a man. And, and I life. feel like if that was true, if they really had been in a relationship, yeah. that she told that to Bobby. Like, you know what I mean? I don't think yeah. that you marry someone without telling them. Yeah. I don't know if they ever of... actually were, but I think you could just sense it. And, it, yeah. and you, know, you didn't even need to be Bobby to sense it. Like, everyone clearly... That's why the rumors were happening. From her mom to Claude Davis knew, like, how pivotal Robin was in his life. Claude Davis is really annoying me you in know, the story. He's just... He's he's uh, a, a big part of it, um, but the uh, Bobby's jealousy comes back because he was jealous of one of the prominent members, Ralph, and would often like sing in front of him, like over his verses, and like just kind of take over on stage. Um, so just and be like generally unprofessional. Yes, yes. Um, so much so that in early 1986, he was actually kicked out of the group new edition and he started a solo career i think this is the time when bobby also had that like bad boy persona kind of thing he's like yeah. the original the original bad boy part of that i think came from his antics with new edition and how he was so unhinged and would like do things that was so outside of the group um but that was even more like prominent when he became his solo career which actually... they were they were married by the time that he started his solo career yes because it also could have been a play on, like, Whitney's like, the good girl. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Whitney is... Yeah. So they got married in 1992, mm. I think. So they met in 1989. Um, obviously, they got very close very fast. He... I mean, three years is... Yes. Not he... that fast. Yeah, he got... Well, kind of. <laughs> three uh, years? I guess. I mean, just could to go from... I feel like six months is fast. Sure. And that, Anything okay. over a year, you're I'm like, you've time. at least gotten to know each other. You've Maybe. at least gotten past the point where you're, like, lying about whether or not you fart. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you've at least, like... <laughs> That's true. You've There's at least seen each other together. gross. They were probably living together. Yeah. You know, I don't know how things work in celebrity land, but I'm sure, yeah. you know, it was a whirlwind romance. Whirlwind. Uh, but yes, he was actually a solo artist by the time they met in 1989. He had gotten kicked out in 1986 and immediately started his solo career. So he was by himself at that point. He was really young then. Yes. If he was born in 69, is that what you said? Yes. By 1986, Mm -hmm. he's 17. And he's already been... Is that true? I don't know. Yeah. He's 17. So he's he's not even an adult yet. And he's already had a successful music career. Yes. And been kicked out of the band. Well, he was in a boy band, so yeah. Yeah, but they yeah, made yeah. money. Yes, they did. They didn't well, make a ton of money. To him, but that also <laughs> that also goes back to explain to me about they only paid him five hundred dollars. Because you're like, could you imagine a fifteen year old just being like, "Give me my money"? And you're like, "All right, here you go." Five hundred dollars in a VCR. Go watch a movie. I'm surprised you can count this far. Do you know how to write a check yet? Why am I gonna give you like? I mean, I'm sure JV got. A, I'm know, sure that he just didn't understand the contract he signed. No, I'm sure. I'm sure they swindled him as yeah. as most children do. Yeah. It just makes way more sense now that they weren't paid fairly because they were children. Yes. Yes. But he was upset about that. And then also he got himself kicked out because he's a bad boy. And that also makes sense why you kick, why you act like that, first of all. Yeah. Why you behave like that because you know that that's not professional when yes. you're an adult. But when you're a teenager, yeah. you're like... He's a wild Your boy. hormones are going crazy. <laughs> yes. They're going crazy. He wasn't, uh, I guess, had, he didn't have the best home training. So. Yeah. <laughs> He did that just makes he, way more. That whole thing for him makes way more sense if he's like prepubescent, yeah, and like a literal teenager causing a muck. Yeah, 
and he's been kicked out by the time by 1986 so by 17 he's been kicked that makes sense yes and they started in 1981 so a good five years they started that band when they were 12 i mean did i try to start a band when i was 12 yes was it good no (laughs) no it wasn't no No. uh well maybe no okay it wasn't (laughs) So, I was there. It could, well. At the time, it was the best I could do. Which is all you can ask for. Yeah. Oh, I shouldn't be able this. Okay. Um, so, he got kicked out. He started a, his solo career, which also he had major success uh, as a solo artist as well in the early 90s. Um, he won a Grammy. He won two American Music Awards and a Soul Train Award. I think it was a different Soul Train. Um, maybe the same one. I don't know. When they didn't boo her up? Maybe. I, honestly, that could have been the one because he was solo at that time and mm-hmm. he was performing at the Soul Train Awards. Um, and a People's Choice Award. He didn't get booed. No, he didn't get booed, but that's because I guess he wasn't a sellout. Well, because he was a man. That's true. Both things are, are very true. Um, but uh, by the late 90s slash early 2000s, his popularity had waned um, a lot. Um, and not to mention his marriage with Winnie Houston also dis- disintegrated. By the late 90s, you said? Late 90s or early 2000s. Okay. Um, his popularity waned. He... Um, her popularity no, no, never waned. No, no, her popularity... It literally never waned. Never waned. His... It still hasn't waned. <laughs> As a matter of fact, I think it's grown. Yeah. Um, his did, though, and a reoccurring when theme... she's the fairy godmother and yes. Cinderella. So cute. So great. I love her so much. So many I miss memories. her so much. So many memories. Um, this was a time, um, because uh, I think due to his insecurity about his career waning and mm-hmm. her still being the mm-hmm. great you know, star that she was, even with all of the most talented person in the world, period. Issues with drugs and alcohol, yes. Um, he... Is the most talented person in the world American? <laughs> Apparently, because it was Whitney Houston. Like, I don't want, I don't want your arguments. There's no pumps there. I'm not arguing with you. You're now preaching listen, to the choir. Is the, okay. whoever the fuck won the Super Bowl last year the best football team in the world? I don't fucking know. I don't care. But is who, the most talented person in the world Whitney Houston? Yes. Yes. Very much so. Even <laughs> however many years past her death, the most talented person in the world. <laughs> She's still here somewhere. Yes. Oh, okay. There's things I forgot to talk about. Okay. Sorry. So, a couple things. Uh, so, Winnie and Bobby are married at this time. They got married in, you said it, 89? Oh, no, I think 92. They met in 89, they got married in 92, 92. you said. Yes. 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 Um, and then I think Bobby Christina was born in 92 or 93, because I think she was our age. Yes. She was born in 93. 93. I don't know the dates, yeah. but she was born in 93. So, a, lo- a, f- a few major things were happening in Whitney's life, particularly. Um, While she was time. marrying Bobby? Yes. So, like, late 90s. Early 2000s, okay. um, on her 1999 tour, um, like the end of the tour, things had gotten so bad between Bobby and Robin in terms of like the, the tension and just like they would, yeah. they would get sometimes into like physical fights, like it would get so bad. And sometimes Robin would win. <laughs> that was particularly Robin doesn't get out. into physical fights if she thinks she's going to lose. No, and also Bobby's not like a, a and Bobby's drunk. He's not overly muscular or yeah. tall. Or and tall if he's, or like, I mean, I, and if his um, balance isn't yes, what it should be. He's off. Bob you and know? Weave. Yes. But anyway, it was that w- it was causing a lot of tension, obviously, and it was yeah. really taking a toll on Whitney. Um, and because, obviously, Bobby mm-hmm. and Whitney are married at this time, um, Robin kind of checks out. Like, I mean, she's getting pressure Yeah, I get that. From, There's nothing that you can do about it. Yeah, she's getting pressure from it pretty You're much You're not everybody. trying to, like, break up her marriage. No. And even though even she though it would be nice if you did. loves Whitney and they're so yeah. close and all these things, like, she basically leaves... Um, if I want to have a future relationship with you, I need to stop our relationship right now. The team. Like, we need to 
split. Yes, and um, obviously that that very much affected Whitney yeah. a lot. It was I think it was the beginning of her downfall. A lot of people, even the people that didn't really even like Robin, um, could see the kind of the toll that took on Whitney because she now was like, I don't have, I don't have that person. I don't have my person. Yeah. I don't have that safe space that you know that person that I felt so comfortable with. Um, and she started really getting it harder and harder into drugs. Um, after that, after Robin left in 1999. Yeah. Um, coincidentally, so that happens. Robin leaves when he's like devastated, mm-hmm. um, kind of falling further and further into drugs. Um, Bobby's career is also starting to wane a mm-hmm. bit on the personal side. And he becomes a bit more like abusive um, emotionally and just like psychologically because he's feeling so insecure about himself and his career. Um, he will like put Whitney down in order to bring himself up. So that's, and Whitney also, this was also said a lot because I don't think Whitney was ever allowed to be herself. She's also wasn't the most secure person as like amazing as she was and yeah. singing and like talented and got all these awards like internally. Well, if your mom's walking around saying that everything you have is because of yes. her, it's really hard to and, feel pride and ownership in what you do. And I think this is why criticism like hurt her so much. Yeah. Um, she was always worried about her hair or like the way she looked or what she sounded or like all these things. And you know, you would think as a husband, Bobby would be there as like a support and to uplift um, but because he's not doing well, well then uh, Winnie, I guess, shouldn't be doing well. Um, so he would he would often like make comments just because he knew that it would hurt her. Yes, hurt her, and somehow I guess that made him feel better about himself. Um, so that's happening. Bobby's being a dick because he sucks um, a bit. Um, he's going through his own shit. Everyone's yes, going through their own shit. But like, taking but his it out, shit is um, hurting her. Yes, and, and her shit isn't hurting him. No. I guess just... Because that's his own... Like, the parts of her confidence that would hurt him, that's his own shit that's not her. Yes. Like, the more Whitney rises in her career, the worse Bobby feels about himself. Yeah. And so... uh, Which, I mean, like... You know... My dude, if no one's interested in buying your shit, let him buy her shit, because... You're married. Someone's gotta pay your mortgage, my dude. You're you're in this together. Yeah. Um, You guys have a joint bank account. Like, I don't... I think it's fine. I think you'll be fine. Yeah. Get over it. Okay? Um, so that's happening. And then the, the I think the final straw of this yes. was that her father, um, who is now waning oh, yeah. in health yeah. um, a bit, um, is, I forget the exact details, but he basically ends up suing Whitney for $100 million on an obscene amount of money, um, saying that he's been cheated out of all of this money for all of the work that he has done in the nineties, um, like in the two thousand, you want a hundred million dollars? Something million, maybe it was like ten million. Insane, one million. insane. It was though. millions of dollars, though. It was millions of dollars. Yes, which also Whitney talked about, like apart from the fact that that's her father and like who she, yeah. you know, was so close to, yeah. and like, always felt that like her father had her back because she's already she lost knew, Robin. Like the next best is she knew she could always count on her dad, and so, you know that's your dad. It's yeah. like this is this and is it's the just guy. like. Money she probably would have given him if he yeah. needed it, and she, you know? Yes. And it, it was like, one, my father's suing me. Two, it's an ungodly amount of money, especially for the time period. And she even said that. She's like, yeah, I'm, I'm, it, in an interview. Also, there were so many interviews at this time that she did. She did a lot of so, interviews. That were just about all this personal stuff that was going yeah. on in her, her life. I, and I was I, like... I don't, why are you even talking to anyone about yeah. this right I now? I really appreciate the sort of renaissance of going back and looking at interviews of celebrities when they weren't in a really good place and sort of calling them out for being predatory. 
Uh, yeah. You know, I like, I think like, of a lot of the ones of, like, Lindsay Lohan or, like, Britney Spears when they were really not doing well. No. Or, like, let's and go on gonna, the show. Katie Kirk's going to ask you a bunch of weird questions. Yeah. About your life and, yeah. like, what drugs you like to use and <laughs> how often you do them and, like, how do you feel about your dad's Her, like, Crack you? is Whack interview became <laughs> an early <laughs> meme and you're just, like... Ridiculous. Looking back now... You're just kind of like, why was anyone asking her those questions and not getting her help? Yeah, why are you even here? Like, go. Like, the only reason to me to ask her about doing crack Mm -hmm. is in an intervention type setting where she has chosen after she got sober to publish that to maybe help people. Mm -hmm. It is not something that goes before she's gotten help. No. And it's just, it's just such a serious, like, drug addiction is such a serious thing to talk about. But it, just, it seemed like, because there's literally, I mean, there's, it was, like, at every, like, pivotal point in Whitney's life where some, yeah. like, major Didn't show was going do, like, down. like, a whole reality show? Are we talking about that? Bobby. Bobby and Whitney? They do a reality, I don't think they I did think a they did a reality together. special I together, because I have, oh. in my mind, I really, <laughs> I know Bobby. They, like, went to Israel together or something oh. like that. I do not know that. And they were really high. Um, like, you could tell. Yeah. I know Bobby had a reality show. I don't know if it's still going on. He had it after... This was when they were still married. Um, it was like... I think it was like a special... I don't think it was a whole show. Yeah. I think it was like three hours split into three episodes of like Bobby and Whitney going to wherever they're going. I swear <laughs> to God that's a thing. I like have an image of them both in ropes <laughs> and like yelling. Uh, but it was one of those things where, like, she was not okay. Yeah, no. She, she shouldn't okay. be being filmed right now. No. I mean, you could see it on some of her, um, like, stage shows at this time, too. Like, she was yeah. so thin and frail. And, like, again, you know, at the time, it was like, thin is you look great. And, like, people would be telling her that because she's so skinny. But people that knew her, like, her hair and makeup artists that had been with her for years, uh, like, took her to the bathroom and was like, yo, you're you're dying. Like you're, you're literally you dying. Like, so... you, yeah. You look so bad. Yeah. Your, your skin and bones. She's like, I know I need to get help. Uh, but no one really, I think wanted to help her. And the only person that I think really would have, that like could have really gotten to her was Robin. And she was, I mean, I feel like Bobby could have, if he would have, he was doing got his head of his ass. Yes. Yeah. He, he also was not, um, clean and sober. He's, you know, having yeah. issues with his, his career. If his any one of those people would have looked at her and cared about her health, more than they cared about the money. her money mm-hmm. for even five minutes, it could have yeah. saved her. Or her sexuality, yes, yeah. You know, they they made sure to take care of that. Yeah, but, but uh, let her keep the heroin. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's that's fine. You know, everyone does heroin. Um, okay, so it's that Robin left. Mm-hmm. Bobby's being a dick. Um, her dad is suing, suing her. her and Did also, that go anywhere? Um, I Did he get the money or was it just sort of dismissed? Or... No, I think there was some sort of settlement. But it basically... But that's what it was for. That's ruined, why he sued her was for yes, sort of settlement. It ruined their relationship, obviously. Yeah. Which, again, um, she I guarantee you she would have just given him the money. It broke If he heart, needed it, you know? Yes. Um, he... Um, and that, and I think that like that trust that she had, like in her dad, her entire life was kind of, was, was gone. Yeah. And that um, affects your trust in everyone else. Because you're kind of like basing all of your relationships to some extent you're basing off of your relationship with your parents Mm -hmm. for better or for worse you're just like this is how this is supposed to be or not supposed to be and I'm either gonna repeat it if I think it's a healthy relationship or I'm gonna look for the opposite if I think it's not a healthy relationship Mm -hmm. and so she's based all of her relationships 
off of whether or not it's the hard kind of love like your mom or the easy kind of love like your dad. Yeah. And now that's gone. And, and so you're like, point, it had been, you know, like, it was, and she's choosing her dad, right? Like she's closer to him. She always chose yes. those kinds of relationships mm-hmm. and those kind of people. So I'm sure it's and having her look at person. Yeah. You know? and it's having her look at her relationships with Bobby, her relationship with other people being like, are you going to do this to me too? Yes. And also I don't think at this time she was in like a good state, just no. either, you know, in any yeah. sort of way. Um, but I think that was like the straw that broke the camel's back. Break um, me too. <laughs> you know, I get it. it was, and also, he was also in failing health as well. So it's just, you know, yeah. uh, when it rains, it pours. Um, she's not doing well. It's kind of like, why did you do that? Why did why, you do that? Why did you do that? Why? So why? unnecessary. Why did you do that? So where'd you get that number from? It's like, a, like it was literally. <laughs> she she bought that number specifically. Up? She was like, even though my dad is suing me, which sucks, it's for like and she said it's a lot of so even for her like yeah. at this time in her career she's like this is a lot of money yeah. like it's not even like he's just suing me you know for like i don't know whatever you sue your daughter for but she's like this is this is it he's felt, trying to take all of my personal. money yes it felt he's very trying to bankrupt and personal me and like if he won and i gave him all of this money i would have like nothing yes left. yes uh and it you know obviously very very devastating for yeah. her um to have this happen um so all that kind of comes to a head. She just, uh, you know, goes further and further into her drug use. Um, yeah. She's she's not doing well. Uh, <coughs> in uh, on April twenty fourth, two thousand seven, Whitney and Bobby finally get divorced. They were separated for like a year and some change before that. Yeah. Um, but in two thousand seven, they made official. Um, yeah, oh. I feel like this reality show was like 2005, 2006. Like, you know okay. what I mean? Like, I feel like it was near the end of their relationship yeah. and at the height of the, like, let's talk about Whitney Houston being on drugs. Yeah. I was like, let's help Whitney Houston right? get off. Let's, let's figure something out. 2007 was rough. That was also, speaking of Britney Spears, that was also that year that all of her stuff happened. Oh. So I think that might that. also... Yeah. And, like, all this stuff with Lindsay Lohan. All this stuff with all those... The crazy paparazzi like, was, yeah. like, at the height so of So that's also happening to her, too. Right now. Oh, man. No, I can see it. I can see it. Also, I did write down when they got married. They got married in July, on July 18th, 1992. Good for y'all. So, after however many years of marriage, they got a divorce in 2007. Um, there were... I think that's 15? Yeah, sure. We'll go with that. 15. That. Which um, is a long time in Hollywood. Like that's yeah, nothing to no, see. That's, that's a that's a fair amount of time. Um, Whitney um, uh, said there were allegations of cheating. I mean, that was very clear. Even like what when they were even at their best. Yeah. Um, Bobby was was not um, a faithful man at all. Mm. Um, he mm. would often sleep with the women on his tours, like the dancers and just fans in general. Um, it was very flirty Why? with with everybody. Why? Um, <laughs> Do you know? Who you're married to? And Whitney was. Do so I need loyal to repeat to myself? Whitney was just the most loyal yeah. to him. Uh, but Bobby Winter was. He uh, fathered a lot of children with a lot of different people, even while they were together. Um, sure. I think when they got married, um, uh, this other woman that Bobby had slept with was two months pregnant. Mm. Um, so you know you. <laughs> Mm. You, know, you know, and they'd been dating for three oh, years before they got married. Little taste of that, yeah. Mm. But um, so there was, you know, allegations of cheating, um, abuse, and obviously drugs. Yeah. Um, Whitney said that. Uh, well, this is like conflicting stories because Bobby was like, "I never really did drugs until I met Whitney." He was like, "I did like marijuana." 
Um, but she introduced me to, to, to cocaine sure. um, and like cooking cocaine and making it into crack. And then Whitney was like, um, Bobby used to lace my marijuana with cocaine. And that's how I kind of got more into crack and cocaine. I think both are true. You know what I mean? Right? Like, I think, you know, when you start doing heroin at age 10, when you've been, know. yeah, when you've been <laughs> around it like that your whole life, yeah. I think it comes with you. Yes. When Bobby says, I didn't really do anything until I got with Whitney. Yeah. That doesn't necessarily mean it was like Whitney who was cooking up the cocaine yeah. with him. It's like you just any of her brothers, any, mm-hmm. like any of the people around her that are still struggling. You also had more resources. Yeah. It's easier for you to get your hands on or like you were but, around And I more. fully agree with her that if he's getting into it, it must be impossible for her to get out. Yeah. No, I don't think you either know? one of them really helped each other or like yeah. tried to help each other in terms of getting clean because yeah. neither one of them were clean. But one of them is gone. Um, so maybe we could have helped one of them. One of them is gone. Maybe one of them we could have actually focused on making sure she was okay at any point. No. I'm getting mad now. <laughs> we learn things in hindsight. Um, okay. And then finally on February 11th, 2012, uh, Whitney Houston was found uh, dead in her bathtub. Mm-hmm. She died of a drug overdose. I just put a really sad face. Yeah. Um, her personal assistant at the time I, I came to check on her. I think she had to get up for like an interview or do something. Um, and she went to the bed, and Whitney was not in the bed. Um, and then she, she had like taken a bath the night before, kind I of thing. So she'd like been so. in there for a while. Yeah, and maybe like passed out or. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure what happened. But yeah, she was not sleeping in her bed. So then the personal assistant went to the bathroom. That's where she found Whitney. They took her to the hospital, but I think it was... I don't know if she Too was late. dead on yeah. arrival, but... Uh, it didn't fix it. Yes. She passed away. She, there was a funeral service. Um, yep. Bobby uh, was not invited, but he showed up, but then was uh, asked to leave after he kind of made a, uh, a scene a bit. I don't um, love that he wasn't invited. Yeah, I don't think I mean, you don't get think to be were... invited or not invited to a funeral <laughs> of the mother of your like, child. You I know think what I mean? It was like specific. Uh, but I also get if you aren't invited, it really means you shouldn't go. Yes, like I, I don't like think I don't think, I don't think you're uninvited lightly. No, I think it's a big decision. I, right? It's like if you are uninvited, it's a specific uninvite. Like because we open... know what you're gonna do. Yes. Uh, and also, it, they didn't end on the best of terms. Um, no. You know, between the, the cheating and But when people and die, people die. Things. You know what I mean? Sure. But I'm sure her family also uh, blamed Bobby. They blame everybody. But Bobby Christina's there. You know what I mean? Yeah. He also has, like, ten other children. I but, know, but, like, if, <laughs> but she, yes. if she wanted her dad there. You yes. know what I mean? Yes, yes. Like, yes. Also, at this time, Bobby's not doing... Great. Christina? Yeah. Um, no, I, I her mother just her died. As well. Yeah. Yes, but also I think... She was really not doing well. I also think, like, personally. Yeah. Um, well, I think this was the first time she was really suddenly thrust into the public eye. Like, she was always the daughter of yes. two icons, yes, so that's yes. always a thing you have to deal yes. with. But when her mom died, suddenly the, like, gossip articles were about her. Mm-hmm. And how she's bearing in, in life. Yeah. Um, and a lot of just how she's still struggling and you're like, great, leave her alone. Yeah. Not, Let not, her live her life. Not, not great what's happening in the family. Um, I mean, I'm sure Bobby did pay his respects at some time. He was very, um, remorseful and like cried and said, he, you know, I always love Whitney. She's yeah. like, you know. People die. It's different. You yes. know, it's just when they're yeah. gone. Yes. 
No, none of that bullshit like matters anymore. Yes, none of the stuff that he was mad at her about. No, I mean honestly, it seems like she I mean, was more mad at him, and he really for, was for just good reason. He was just wrong <laughs> for good reason. You know, yeah. But once they're gone, it's just not worth it yeah. to be upset about stuff like that anymore. You yes. just get a really suddenly a really clear picture of like, oh. This didn't matter. All that stuff I was mad about didn't matter. No. And I could have, even if we weren't together, even if, like, the relationship was over. I didn't want you to die. I could have had, what, they divorced in, like, 2007? I could have had five more years of friendship and, like, knowing you as a person. Yeah. I don't think that's And I didn't get that. that, You know what I mean? (laughs) But you have those feelings. But yes, yes. It's a lot of, I think, a lot of remorse and You know? Yeah. If he's just like, maybe if I just could have actually apologized to you, we could have been civil. And at least known each other these last five years. Yes. Um, and maybe you've been okay. Maybe I could have helped. I don't know. Who knows? I don't know. I don't I'll think never know. Doing now. great currently. I mean, he's alive still, but I don't know if he's. I don't think he's dealt with any of his no other problems that led so. to all the problems. Yes, he's still kind of figuring his stuff out. He um, could go to therapy. Maybe it would help him. He could. He really could. But instead, he makes documentaries, which I watched. Um, okay. Um, so yes, when he passed away, February eleventh, two thousand twelve, is super sad. Um, Sorrow for the icon. Um, I also just want to quickly point out. Um, Did Bobby do anything at the funeral? Sorry, I like interrupted you there. Uh, yes, he just like made a scene. Also, because he was, it was specifically asked, I think, for him not to be there, and then he showed up anyway, and he was not let in or something. No, he was. He like was there because I think it was like a um, a private ceremony. Yes, and maybe outdoors. I don't know. He was there, and he just made like an outcry. Um, maybe many outcries. Uh, you know, yelling. yes, he just would. You know, Bobby, he's not, he's not a quiet, you know Bobby, he's not a quiet man. He no. makes his feelings known. He sings over other um, people in the boy band. It he gets does. And he gyrates and, and yep. you know, he, uh, probably sleeps with women on stage. Uh, you know, yep. so, um, he wasn't a welcomed presence yeah. at the funeral. Um, he showed but it up wasn't anyway. like insane. It wasn't like no, he ruined no. the whole he thing. He just like, sort of like yes, he didn't show up like was drama. overly drunk and like whatever. It just was. I he wasn't welcome there. Yeah, I think there was still a lot of turmoil. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, and Whitney had just passed away in a very tragic way. Um, they didn't have a very good relationship. It didn't end well. Yeah, and um, it was a lot tied up in drugs. Yes, which is what yes, she died very, from. Yes, very much. And what he's that. my understanding, he was probably still doing yes. at the time yeah like whether or not he was like on drugs yes, at the funeral i don't know funeral. yes but like he hadn't kicked the habit yet no you know and i think a lot of her family and close friends like blame bobby in terms of even exacerbating whitney's drug he use, certainly didn't help know? her yeah, yeah and you know contributing to it and um, he could have there were probably lots of times in years that he was the only person that could have helped her yeah that's the closest he's the only person her, she spoke know? to but he especially once her and robin weren't close anymore mm-hmm. he was the only one that could have helped her and yes. he wasn't able to no in fact he took that time to make her feel bad about herself make it, it worse maybe worse um but yes he was actually later in an interview he said he he was like um it was a privacy issue um, or security issue sure. in terms of why he left. He, yeah. he didn't. He was like, I didn't get kicked out. It was a. It was a security thing. I'm surprised he wasn't like. It was just a really full room. <laughs> there wasn't. It a, was an overflow issue. There was enough space. It was a fire hazard. Yeah. So I. I actually took it upon myself. I to... saw that it was getting unsafe with the amount of people here, and so I took myself. I was. Yes. I for her. Yeah, I took myself. I wanted out. to do that for Whitney as yeah. like a final, you know, gift. Yeah. That yeah. I'm, I'm kind of leaving her. It's my gift to her. <laughs> 
You're welcome. Um, sadly, though, Bobby Christina Brown, which is their their yeah. one and only child together. Um, it's also she, something about naming your kid, your daughter, after yourself. It was Bobby with an I. I know. So but, like... Could have named her Whitney. I would have liked that. <laughs> Whitney Bobby, maybe, <laughs> if you want to just have Bobby in there. But she didn't need to. <laughs> See, that's... That is that's where, the difference. That is where, like, Bobby's vanity and kind of, like... How many these, of his kids issues, are named Bobby? I don't know. Well, <laughs> another one. A son. There's at um, least a Robert going around there. Well, he also... Is it Bobby with an I? No, it's Bobby oh. with a Y, but he has also passed away. Um, <laughs> it's just a tragic... Sorry, Bobby. A tragic, like, their yeah. lifelines... I remember and, when like, Bobby Christina died. It was really sad. It was, not, it was in 2020, so it wasn't that long ago. She was also found, in a very similar way to her mom, unconscious in a bathtub um, in January 2015... Wait, yes, she was found unconscious in the bathtub in January 2015. Yeah, and she uh, got, like, she, she went to... She was in a coma for a while. And then she kind of got better, right? No, she never she got better. She just never got better? Yeah. So she was in a coma for, like, five years? Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. She didn't die in 2015. The her Bobby's son died in 2020. Oh, okay. Uh, she died in 2015. She was She found... got in a coma, and then she never really got better. Yeah, yes. 2020 seemed really recent. Yes. No, it was like, she, for me, she I... died... It was really sad. That. But yeah, she was that really whole thing. Because it also, because it was, she was in a coma for a little while. It felt like it kind of lasted for a really long time. Yeah. And there's always that hope that she'll get better and she'll be okay. I think it was because like, it, mi- it mimicked her mom's yeah. death so, I mean, other than the coma part, but it mimicked her mom's death so yeah. much. Uh, and but, you know that it was in part caused by that. Like the pain yeah, from that no, I'm sure she had to have again. caused, it, but so hard to overcome. I can't imagine. Never said a chance. I mean, shout out to her parents, but I really don't think she ever stood a chance. Sadly enough. uh, But yeah, she uh, was in a coma and eventually removed from it and died on July 26, 2015 at the age of 22. Yeah. So young, so sad. We were also 22 at the time. Like, yeah. Yeah. She was born in 93. We knew each other. We did know each other. No, we didn't. Yeah, we yes, did. we did. We were, be, we were in grad <laughs> like, school. Yes. Um, and then... Nothing to do with us. Let's make this about us really quickly. <laughs> the saddest just, part of this story. Just to cap off the, the, the tragedy of, of, of this. Um, Bobby Brown has, again, as I said, a, a lot of children. I think seven or eight. Um, Nick Cannon style. Just like <laughs> adding them up. Yes, with a, a plethora of different women. Nick um, Cannon's kind of my favorite because he's just owning it. He's like, what about it? Yeah. And what about it? I'm very fertile. I can afford it. <laughs> it's fine. None of these kids are struggling. Mind your own business. Um, his son, uh, who he named after himself, Bobby Brown Jr. I forgot who the boy, who the woman is, um, was also found dead in his home at the age of 28 on November 18th, 2020. Um, presumably of drug overdose as well. 28 and 2020 is about our age too. So he was probably... The same age as Bobby Christina. You know what I mean? Right. And Whitney's not his mother. So. No. No. <laughs> so. I noticed that as well. Just, yes. So he named yes. two kids Bobby the same, you know, like the same a, year. He's a humble man. Yeah. He's a humble guy. He doesn't want much in life. Just, no. <laughs> just a lot of validation yeah. and um, attention. And to make other people feel bad so he can feel better. That's, you know, that's what humble people do. They really want to lift others up. Yeah. Okay. 
Um, that's the story of, of Whitney and Bobby. I do think, though, as as crazy and tumultuous as their relationship was, yeah, I, I do think there was genuine love there. Um, even if it didn't obviously end well, I think kind of in their... You think there was when, love there the whole time? I think so. And obviously, I think the drugs really, like, conflated that and, yeah. you know, made things very messy. But I do think um, Bobby genuinely loved Whitney and was, like, did... I guess the best he could considering all of the things. And I think hundred percent Whitney genuinely loved Bobby and like tried to do her best, yeah. you know, considering all of the things. Um, I don't know if they were like good for each other. In fact, no, I'm going to say they were not very good for each other. No, I like think it. that if, um, a lot of people say that like, yes, Whitney like technically dry- died from like a drug overdose, but, mm-hmm. uh, uh, her close inner circle would say that she died of a broken heart and i think it's from multiple different avenues i think the first one was she's really left all alone by the end of it right Mm -hmm. yes um and in the documentary that i watched so funny um it so it says like the showtime one yes the showtime one can i be me oh very good i really highly recommend it um it's like she 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 dies and then it talks about how um bobby uh remarried um a few years after this um, to some, he's married right now, I think. Yes, I think it's to the woman, the same woman yeah. that he remarried with. Um, and they have, I think, two kids together. Um, and they're living wherever they're living. Um, and Robin has moved living, on. Yes, yeah. is living with her partner in some yeah. state, um, doing her thing. So it really is like Whitney was kind of this linchpin um, for all of these people, and like so important in their lives, and like you know, really created this like this 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 like energy, you know, of like yeah. money and, and, and love and everything and kind of just sucked dry by all these different people in her life. And then she passes away and yes, people are sad and they mourn, but then it's like, it's like everyone just kind of like moved on with their lives, yeah. you know? And I don't think Whitney ever really. Not us though. <laughs> no. We're still sad about it. I'm still sad about it. I'll forever still be sad pretty about devastated. it. Um, I, I, yeah, yeah. That's kind of crazy how she had such an intense effect mm-hmm. on her audience literally everybody and everybody. it's lasting in that her voice was so timeless mm-hmm. and her songs even the ones that were like poppy and feel super 80s yeah. because she's so good yeah they are timeless too yeah like i want to dance with somebody to if a... anyone else sang that <laughs> it would just be an old song that like oh yeah that was good that's yeah. fun because she sang it, it's so good. Yeah. People still cover it. They cover it acoustic style. They cover whatever. You have to have a hell of a voice to sing it. I can't imagine It's there's not a wedding where yeah. a Whitney song doesn't get played. I can't imagine a world where we don't love and revere her. Mm-hmm. And the fact that she never got that no. from her never inner circle. Yeah. Because the best chance she had was Robin and the world just wasn't ready for her to be able to have that. No. In fact, they said that. They were like, if, if this was a thing, um, I think this was her... If this was, like, right cousin, now, yes, she might have... That, like, if, if her, you know, if it was yeah. just born a few years later, or, like, if Robin and her were this close now, like, yeah. it wouldn't be a thing. And Winnie would still definitely probably be alive. People say that if Robin never even left, was I wouldn't say left, if she wasn't shoved out of Whitney's life, yeah. um, or forced to leave Whitney's life, I... that she would still be alive to Maybe. Yeah, maybe. I, think I so. just think... I don't know if she'd be in the greatest shape I don't still, know but. how good the relationship would be if she had stayed. I just think it would have hurt way more if Whitney asked her to leave. You know what I mean? Like, how close mm. were they to the point where Whitney was like, you need to go? 
Yeah. I don't you even know? think it was. I don't think when you could have, would have ever said that you need to go. I even, yeah. because Whitney's not the I kind mean, of person she yes, is. Yes. Robin and Bobby never got along, you know, yeah. even. And I think Whitney knew that, like, I probably can't ever really realistically be in a relationship with Robin. And also, Whitney never, like, self-proclaimed that she was gay or, like, into women, right. you know, in a romantic way. And, and she I, met Bobby and she fell in love with Bobby. Uh, yeah. You know, and even if she did feel those feelings, like, I don't. She, I don't know if she would ever acted on them at that yeah. time, you know? So it's like, I think in her mind, she's like, yeah, the Bobby Brown, yeah. this makes, I mean, I love Robin. Like, my best friend. This is someone that I need and want in my life. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to ask her to leave, but there's so much pressure from so many other people. And Robin's not stupid or blind to this. She can see it. She, can, I'm sure she can feel it. She, she's been told, I'm sure, directly yeah. by many people that, like, you are ruining Whitney's you are career. The problem. Yeah, or you're you yeah. know, you're tainting this this perfect pop princess, whatever, you know, kind of thing. Like yeah. and I think Robin ultimately wanted what was best for Whitney and maybe in Robin's mind she was like, you know, this is gonna suck, but maybe this is the right thing to do. Yeah. Like I I love you, you know, I don't I don't wanna be the reason that your career is hurt. Yeah, you yeah. know, is stifled. Uh so I'll just see myself out. It's just sad. I, I guess just the idea that, like you were saying, that they've all moved on, which is what you have to do. You yeah. can't fault people for moving no, on. But, but a part just... of you is like, I would like you to be devastated forever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know how to put like... this in a way that's kosher. <laughs> no. But if I die, I want you to be so upset. Yes. You cannot move on. Uh, yeah. I want you to still be crying about But this. at the same time, I feel like that's what happened to Bobby Christina. And we're like, that's devastating. That's so sad. So maybe that's not actually what yeah, we want to happen yeah, to people. No. I mean, I don't want you to, like, get into drugs and, like, you know, kill yourself in yeah. a way. But it, it does it does seem so It's so sad unfair. that she... Unfair. It yeah. seems unfair. That, that she's like, the one that's gone and everyone else... Yeah, you know? ...got but to she, treat her like that and stay around, yes, you know? Yes, I really think it was, like, she... Not gave, that I want Bobby to die. No. He seems no, fine. No, I don't think this... Yeah. But I, I just wish that, that one person could have helped her, that she had had maybe just, like, one extra person... Yes. ...that wasn't any of these people... That would truly care about her. Yeah. It's like a human being. And I think this isn't even... Even just, like, a Robin that you're not romantically interested in. Just mm-hmm. one person. You know, like, one of her brothers. Someone yeah. to... Mm-hmm. Yes. ...have not been in the same kind of situation she was in. Because her brothers also were yes. surrounded by drugs and had to deal with that, too. Mm-hmm. But just, like, mm-hmm. one person. Yeah. That would have cared about her know. more than they cared about themselves. Or the and, money or these other yeah. things, you know, it just seems And that person should have been her parents. Like, that person should have yeah. been her mom and her dad. And but that's the real tragedy that it I wasn't. Don't think that, I don't think Sissy would ever... <laughs> from what I know about Sissy now, yeah. and everything I've learned, I, again, I don't think... I mean, I'm not saying that, like, Sissy's as happy Whitney has passed away, but I, I do think... No, because she'd be making a heck of a lot more money if she was still uh, yeah, here. you know? I mean, she still takes credit for her career and everything sure. that she's ever done. Um, sure. I mean, she did it in her life, so I will And I assume that. whenever but... you listen to a Whitney Houston song, that's where the money goes. <laughs> to Sissy. Yeah, she's the last one left, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. I mean, I'm sure there's, That's like, kind some... of a bummer now that right? I said I that. Like, maybe some, there's like, probably a foundation. foundation yeah. Like I'm sure there is, but, like... Trust. You know the you know? part of it goes to. Yeah. I'm sure that... I don't know. If and part would... of it goes to Clive Davis, and part of it, you know... Yes. There's a lot of people... still alive. There's God a lot knows. of people in that spider web, and I'm sure Whitney didn't have, like, a will or anything. Yeah. Maybe she did. Well, it's not like... Know. It's not like what Michael Jackson, which is a totally different story, but at least, like, no matter what opinion you have of Michael Jackson, the money that is made by listening to his music goes to his kids 
you know? Yeah. I mean, and you're like, they didn't do anything. No matter what you think, period. Yes. They're fine. They should be getting that money. Also, he's and they loved he's him and so whatever. Much more money posthumous. Posthumous. Than he, yeah. yeah. Than he's ever did when he was alive, and he made a lot of money when he was alive. It's crazy. That's crazy. You know, maybe you could say anything about Whitney. I don't know. Has he? How is that possible? I think from well, like the like the day thriller, he, like you know what I mean. The day he died, like his album is it like, sales is it like, like net? He's made more net than he had when he was alive. You know what I mean? I guess because like that makes sense because you no longer have to pay for him to be alive. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He, you don't have to pay for his rent. You don't have to pay his rider fees. You don't have to yeah. like. Yeah, I think it's you maybe know? it's like in in pure sales yeah. and like streams. I guess now or like whatever. Well, the she hell must have too. It is, you know. Yeah, I'm sure. Yes, he's not making money from touring. Uh, <laughs> the fact that we didn't talk about the bodyguard for 20 minutes. <laughs> oh, I should have. I mean, I love that movie. That was in her heyday when she did the bodyguard yeah. and really just kind of skyrocketed her career even more. She became like an international. Did she superstar. win an Oscar for that? In the movie, she wins an Oscar. Oh, I don't think she did. I don't think she's ever won an Oscar. Do you think that the character that, I think is her sister in the movie, is Robin? Maybe. You know what I mean? I'm not going to lie. I haven't seen The Bodyguard. So. (laughs) I don't think it is Robin because the character that plays her sister is, like, annoying and jealous. Oh, like, actually Robin? Well, no, no, not, like, actually Robin. Oh, but it's, like, based Based on on, Because I think, obviously, Um, the character that she plays is based on her. Yes. And, uh, And her bodyguard, her actual bodyguard... Um, she fucking no. <laughs> no, no he's like some, what if he's like some old British man, I think. But but um, was very, uh, very much like he talked about the bodyguard because he was his, he was her bodyguard at that time, and was like he was like. Did Kevin Costner come up and be like? Just like copying him and like, <laughs> like doing the same movements as he him and drinking like, his cup of coffee. He was very dedicated to his. Uh, you have to. I bet she had a lot like, of people will... that wanted to yank on her, you know what I mean? And he really cared about her, and it was, like, apart from... No one ever shot at Whitney. Like, he never had to deal with that when he was her bodyguard. And he was like, we never slept together. But apart from that... Like, those two... Apart from those two things... Apart from those two small pieces (laughs) of the movie. Yeah, he was like, apart from those two things, um, the bodyguard is very similar to the relationship that you should watch the bodyguard i love the bodyguard but he was like it'd probably be a really boring movie if you took out those two things yeah that's fair (laughs) it's a big part of the movie you know but then he was like that was and she's so cute i love the bodyguard yeah she's so adorable in it because like she is the lead of a romantic comedy you know what i mean so she's like funny and she has jokes and she, like, is flirting with him sometimes, and sometimes, like, because he's very grizzly, yes. you know what I mean? He's so she's just like, come on, they have fun a little bit. I love that movie. <laughs> I'll watch it. I'll you should watch it. It's fun. Is it, like, amazing? Is it, like, cinema? No. But is it fun? It's cinema. Yes. I no. love it. Okay. It's cinema. I love Whitney's it. Whitney's in it. You know what is cinema? What? Her as the uh, <laughs> godmother, fairy godmother <laughs> in, in Cinderella. Cinderella. <laughs> That's cinema. That's cinema. That is that is hands down objectively the best. speaking so good. Cinderella. Is it the best version of Cinderella? Yes, kind of. Yeah. Yes. It's got the best music. This is true. Whitney Houston singing "Impossible." You Wait, no, that would she sing that part? I don't know. I know Brandy sang with her, but I don't know if they like duetted that. Oh, that song, that like "Impossible." Yeah, yeah, yeah. For a plan, you know, pumpkin you know, I know Brandy sang that part yeah. of the song eventually, but I, 
I'm, Maybe they did a duet together. I don't she know. definitely sang a song. <laughs> she did. Whitney Houston absolutely sang you a song. You can't have Whitney Houston in a movie with singing. And As not, the fairy godmother. And, and not have her sing yes. a song. And what, in the new uh, Cinderella, Billy Porter's the godmother? And I'm just like, great. <laughs> I love this. I love Billy. Love this casting. Let's keep the excellence going. So but, um... I don't know. Do you have any last words? How did I do? Actually, let's finish and then we can talk. Uh, I, I think that it could be in the podcast. You did great. I loved this. Thanks. I love this. Yeah. I think that you handled a modern couple where, like, a lot of the people are still alive in a really yeah. delicate way. Oh, yes. I know you're nervous about that. I'm always nervous about that, but it's not me talking. It's you, so it's really not my problem. Um, I think that she deserved better. A hundred percent. A hundred thousand percent. Um, and it's still sad. It's still me. I like still feel sad. Like yeah. I remember, cause I think she died the day of the Grammys or something like that. Oh, what day did she die again? February 11th. I swear to God. I think it was, I think, I think it, the Grammys are in February. At least yeah, because when they she are. won her first one, that was also in February. Yeah. Okay, they're in sense. February cause they're the same month. Uh, they're like before the Oscars. It's like the Grammys are the first thing um, and then they do the, it's the beginning of awards. Yeah. Season. And then the golden globes comes after that. And then the, Something. like the Emmys are at a totally different time and the Tonys are at a totally different time, mm-hmm. but it goes like Grammys, golden globes, like critics choice and stuff like that. And the Oscars are at the end of that time. The season. There's yeah. A, yeah, there's a whole award season where every single weekend you're getting an award show. It's Moira's favorite season. <sighs> As it should be. As it should be. Uh, but yeah, I think that she died the day before the Grammys or the day of the Grammys. And like everyone was yeah. on the carpet just being like, why are we I don't even know here? what to do. Why yeah. are we even here? What's the point? Why and there was are we probably, I think show? there was like a scramble to make a huge tribute to her oh. and like, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, it's sad. I think I think what sucks about this the most is be, is that it, it still feels so avoidable. Tragically, yes, and it seems so avoidable. And I th- honestly, and maybe that's just because it's so recent to us, and we really remember it. Yeah, that we're just like we didn't need to have this happen. No. It, this could have been avoided. No, so many things, and I, I I really I mean I hate to harp on Robin, and I, I don't think this is her fault at all. But I I like I I think you need it, that person. It bothers me so much that like that was such a taboo thing that like bigotry and close-mindedness yes, really really like killed her was the first heartbreak yes yeah. so she died of heartbreak yes i think between robin and her father and bobby being a, a a dick hole but i like i think if she was just allowed to be who she wanted to be you know from yeah. the start of her career this would yeah. have never ever happened and i don't even think people Think about it that way. I think it's been entirely painted over and tainted by drugs. And yeah. And like people focus on that and not about this. But people do drugs for a reason. Yeah. And yeah, there's addiction. And once you're addicted, it's really hard to get out and yes, stuff like that. But, but also if that pain. The gateway is That trauma. made you take mm-hmm. the drugs is still there. You, there's no, I mean, like, there's no hope to get clean, but like you need to deal with the pain too. Yeah. And she never did. No. I don't know if she went to rehab or not. I can't really ever remember. Mm. She might have. Yeah. I don't think but, she did though. Yeah, I don't, I I don't know either. I, I think she very much was like, I'm not on drugs. You know what I mean? It publicly. I think, because like in interviews, she had admitted to using yeah. drugs. Um, but the crack is whack interview, she was saying, I don't do crack. Like, you know what I mean? Yes, like, she was saying I think that. That was, that was a particularly. That was terrible. Like, it's funny very time funny. in her life. Um, yeah. But like, even there was a, uh, another interview um, where I forget, I think it was also Katie Gork, like asked her what her drugs of choice were and what was like the worst one for yeah. her. And she, she listed all the ones. She's like, I've used K2, 
Katie was like, have you used marijuana, cocaine, yep. alcohol, whatever? And she's like, yeah, at different points in my life. And she's like, what's the one that's the worst for you? And she said herself. Which, so I think, you know, when you have that level of self-awareness that, yeah. like, you know, yes, you use drugs, but it's like you are doing them to hide some sort of pain or cover up some sort of pain or, like, yeah. you don't have the tools or the resources to deal with the pain or, like, no one's wanting to help you with that. That's why you use those things. But, again, I, I, I like, it bothers me so much that people just look at it as, like, another artist who it's such an easy way out yes who died of it's an easy way out for any of those artists that you, you know? use it for yeah but there's you know? if you look behind it there's something there yeah. and maybe this one is like feels more personal because i feel like it's like it's, it's like probably the same thing, thing with amy winehouse you know? uh oh. you know like they really are just like she was on drugs and that's why she died and you're yeah. like we all knew she was on yeah, drugs though why she and she drugs? needed someone to help her and no mm-hmm. one ever did we all knew that Whitney was on drugs. Yeah. Because you were doing interviews asking her about it. Yeah. You knew. Mm-hmm. And no one, no one cared to help. But like, when like this... not only did you know, but the people in charge of her career knew, and none of them thought to fix it either. Yeah. If you would have fought as hard as you did to get Robin out of her life and like remove yeah. any sort of rumor or in- inclination that she might be a little gay, you know, as if you would have worked that hard on like fixing her drug issue or like getting her help with that. If any one person had the goal of making her happy, that was never, no matter how many people she hired and paid and made money for, no one's goal was ever to make her life better. No. Ever. It was always to make their lives better. Yes. Yeah. And that's sad. It is sad. It's devastating. It is devastating. I think... I think they had true love. I think I think Whitney was a beacon. Yeah, well, of love the relationship was like, yes, even with, with with Robin, with Bobby, yeah, with her father. Like she had true love. She just never really had a healthy no, love. No, I don't think so. Which is sad. Um, but yeah, that's Whitney and Bobby. R.I.P. R.I.P. Oh, my sources. Uh, yeah. Okay, so I watched Whitney Can I Be Me documentary on Showtime. Watch it; it's really great. Um, I also read from Boy Band to Bloated, which is a very funny article about <laughs> Bobby Brown's life. That's so uh, funny. <laughs> he did get a little bloated. Yeah, um, he's a little bloated right now. <laughs> he's a little bloated. Um, and then there's also a documentary on A and E um, called Biography Colon Bobby Brown um, that I also watched that I got a lot of this info from. Because she is too big of a star to make her own, like, like she's too big for an A&E, like, hour episode. No, no. And I don't even think, like... We didn't even really touch. That's how, like, big she is and famous she is. Mm -hmm. Just the stuff that, like, was behind the scenes. We didn't even need to talk about all the amazing stuff. Her movies, I mean... This is the first time in the podcast that we've said I Will Always Love You. Like, that... (sighs) You know what I mean? Like, we didn't even talk about how big that song was and, like, you know... Yeah, so I wanted to focus it on their relationship yeah. and, and things, but, I mean, we all know how great... That could be a whole show in itself. Just so so dedicate an, so every episode to some portion of Whitney's career in life. Yeah. You know? Um, she was too big, and she's surrounded by people that wanted her to be small. Yeah. Or, or jealous. Or, or they wanted to be as know? big as her, and the way to do that was to make or her smaller. Yes, or, like, you know... Yeah. homophobic and it's like in every way Whitney just wanted to be her beautiful oh and then our intro outro music is white hot I'm sorry it's feeling good by white hot yeah that's what it is yeah yeah I remember yeah I know that yeah, I believe you until next month yes. bye bye bye